Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Randazzo. I am joined by my two rather eccentric co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, Uncle Sam. Hello. Ooh. Oh, Jesus, Bruce. You can't hear it in the mic. You suck so bad. I do like that. Have you ever watched a live a live podcast or a li- like anything live? Yeah, it's all the time. It, it's yeah. not as organized as this as you want it to be. Jamie, well, you want to know what the funny thing is for Joe Rogan, and that's you wanna, edited. You want to know what the funny thing is? I don't give a fuck what anybody else does. My expectations for down here are my expectations for down here, and if you cannot meet those, son, there will be consequences. To my left, it is none other than our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Pelizzolo. Blessed. Uh, welcome to another week. Uh, did you say hi to Uncle Sam? I did. I said hi to Uncle Sam. Did you give me a hello? Yes, I did. Like, did you say to my right, we have the one and only Uncle Sam? I did. I did. Dude. And then I had to yell at Bruce. I have a pounding and fucking I headache. And I, my, this is bad. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? It's great. High points, low points, pits, peaks. Let's high, po- high points. Um, I don't know. I'll just spend a little time with my family on Sunday. Low point is coming in and found somebody wrote all over my fucking desk. Whoever did it, you're a fucking dead man. I'm going to stab you in the eye with my fucking pencil when I find you. <laughs> Too bad dead. the cameras weren't rolling. Dead man. Oh, the cameras aren't rolling right now? No, they weren't the cameras then. weren't rolling. We weren't live when they drew dicks yes, on your desk. When you had penises being put on your desk. We drew a dick on my desk. I don't like that. How, about, how many cookies have you put down so far? Not as many as you think. Couple. Handful. Just a couple? Handful. You haven't like uh, gotten into it yet? No, I haven't. You haven't had the time to sit down and nope, really I have not. dissect them? So what kind of cookies? Tell us about the cookies. Chocolate chip. Yeah, so every year my mother and grandmother... Uh, do a weekend. It's not a day. It's a weekend of cookieing. That's how it should. Be. And it's it uh, should be a weekend of cooking. Yeah, there's a thousand chocolate chips, and then some minty chocolate chips, and then fudge. All right, peanut no. butter bars. You get hair of the dog that bit you, bud. You know what you need a shot no, of the I'm, Kraken. I'm a bit dark. Need a shot rum. of the Kraken. Dark rum is the dark answer. Rum right the answer. Yeah. If you're <laughs> fucked up, dark rum is the answer. How was your weekend, Zola? So obviously yeah, Saturday we rum. to the yeah, game. I went to I went to ladder four Saturday before the game. Had a good meal. I'd say it's it's worth the hype. And then the game was obviously outstanding. Game was so good I left it early. That's how you know it's a good game when you can leave early. Yeah, I was on the fifth floor of the parking deck and I was dreading it the entire game because I knew I would get fucked. So with seven minutes to go. I said, fuck it. I only missed one Laporta touchdown, so I saw 66% of Sam Laporta's touchdowns still. <laughs> and um, left early yesterday, laid in bed, watched Did you see Bruce shit. there? I didn't see Bruce. I-, I told you to go find him. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Damn it. It was frantic. I, I needed my photo. I'll, I'll get one. I'm sure it's not the last time. Okay. I'm sure it's not the last time. All right. Bruce, how was your weekend? Fantastic. That's it. Fantastic. Yep. Who'd you go to the game with? My family. <laughs> wow. I feel like morale's pretty low down here today. Bruce is all fucking. Bruce is on his period. Zolo has a headache. You're the only happy one today. Anyways. Thank you. 
Um, all right, we got a lot of shit to do today. Uh, we got a full weekend recap. Obviously, Saturday games, Sunday games. We have a big Monday night game to preview. We had a ton of controversy come out of this weekend. Uh, we have a player who is suspended for the rest of the regular season and postseason if they make it due to a quote-unquote dirty hit. Um, one of the t- teams that we thought was the best in the league took a nice shot to the jaw yesterday, and uh, the Lions won. The fucking Lions won. Um, I-, I don't know how much news I want to do today, but Bruce, let's do a little bit of news. Uh, start off the day. I know Carl is in here right now. Uh, Carl G313 is uh, watching at the moment. So I wanted to report this. How can you confirm that? I can confirm that he is in there. He is watching. And I wanted to report that uh, he took this one pretty hard. Ravens running back Keaton Mitchell suffered a season-ending ACL tear in yesterday's game against Jacksonville. He plays in Baltimore. And he will miss the All running backs that play in Baltimore get hurt. There is a curse. There has to be a curse. All the way from Ray Rice. You can go way back if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ray Rice also punched a woman in the face. That's why he missed a lot of his wife that you're talking about. Oh, his current wife. Um, But, yeah, so that essentially leaves uh, Gus Edwards and uh, Justice Hill is the only two viable options there who they try to replace every year. So they must not love that. But – uh, yeah, Keaton Mitchell out for the year after tearing his ACL. Um, Arthur Smith came out today and uh, said that he doesn't know who is going to be the starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons in Week 16. Uh, Desmond Ritter is no longer guaranteed the starting spot, and he could go back to Taylor Heineke. So uh, it was a pretty bad one for Atlanta this weekend. We'll break that one down here shortly but wow, so much for them winning the division uh, there's still a chance anyway there's still a fucking chance anyway uh heisman winner and lsu quarterback Jaden daniels has announced that he will enter the 2024 draft uh and he is not playing in the really a quest bowl game i don't know what the really a quest bowl game is but uh yeah he will not be participating um Steelers safety, DeMonte Casey, has been suspended the rest of the season. And any possible playoff games for his hit on Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman yesterday. Uh, if you watch the video, it was it's just a that was a really unfortunate sequence of events. Uh Pittman's laying out to get a ball that was badly thrown over him. And Casey went low and I mean, I, I personally watching that don't understand how you're going to suspend this guy for the rest of the year because his quarterback threw a ball that essentially laid Pittman out, out to dry. Um, I really don't think there was much else Casey could have done other than run through him upright, which you would have essentially had the same result. But I don't know what the NFL expects from these defensive players at this point. Is he a repeat offender, Casey? He is a repeat offender, and that is why he was suspended the rest of the year. The hit was bad. It was. It was. It looked extremely ugly. It's the worst hit this year. Yeah, but it it was just so. It was a perfect storm. I don't. 
looking at that, it's that it's hard for me to see I, I'm so malintent. Tired of hearing about this defenseless players and this. Fuck you. You're out there. Defend yourself. Okay. I'm so tired of it. So fucking tired of it. It's a bang bang play. Fucking it needs to stop. It needs to all stop. The suspensions are stupid. The fines are even more stupid. You're gonna find the fuck out of this guy. You know what? You're you're destroying the game. You're destroying the game with you're putting a diaper on everybody. You need to fucking stop. I want to give that a little bit more of its due diligence. So when we get to that well, game, because I haven't even started yet. Wait till I start talking about the roughing the passer calls what, that what, I've witnessed over the weekend. When we yeah, when we get to okay. that game, I want to break that one down. Josh Allen's the biggest flopper I've ever seen in this fucking league. You big cunt. You big cunt. Uh the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers are benching Plug quarterback. Your ears, Excuse my French, ready, ladies. Later on. Plug your ears, Elizabeth. Uh, the Steelers are benching Mitchell Trubisky and are. Oh, going- gee, I wonder why. How does that motherfucker get paid? How does anybody play him to pay football? Because he's fucking awful, awful. <laughs> My God, I thought Danny DeVito was bad. By the way, he came back down to life too. Wait, but this fucking guy here, it, it, how Trubisky is even on a fucking roster is beyond me. Is beyond me. He's dog shit. Okay. Utter dog shit. Before we go too deep into Trubisky being dog shit. Uh, He's fucking dog shit. Mason Rudolph has been named the starter for weeks. He's dog 16. shit too. Yeah, I watched him saying. play. My God, dude. Do these guys even play? Do they even no. practice? Y- you know what they say. Do they even practice? Do they get snaps in practice? Do they throw the ball at people? What the fuck, dude? You know what they say is you could put lipstick on a pig. But it's still but a it's still pig. pig. It's still a fucking pig. Um, do you do you think we? I mean, at this point, I think they'd be better off just going to the street and picking somebody up. But you want a fun fact, real quick? Sure. Since Matt Canada was fired, their points per game went down from sixteen to like fourteen something. Their so points every- per game's gone down. So nobody could point the finger at Matt Canada this week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was bad, but it's always been a quarterback issue. No matter, no matter what, it's always, it's always been a quarterback issue. And and I don't know how much flack Tomlin's going to take this year, but he should take some now. He had a, he had let's, two years to develop let's a quarterback. Be, let's be totally honest. I think coming into the league in the past ten to fifteen years, quarterbacks are more ready now than they were ever ready before. Because before these guys would get drafted and sit on the bench for four or five years before they even got a shot. Uh, PJ, you were indeed wrong about Trubisky. I will say that. I'm sorry? PJ came in the chat. He said, I was wrong about Trubisky. I said, yeah, PJ was wrong. Whatever. PJ was a big Trubisky guy, if you remember. Um, The Ravens. Sucks. Who signed Malik Malik Cunningham off the Patriots practice squad uh, last week. The Patriots practice squad quarterbacks have now been picked on again after the Chargers have signed Will Greer. The Pats quarterback room is now just Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. That's fucking awesome. Uh, After the Easton Stick performance, uh, they obviously kind of felt like they needed to at least bring somebody else in. Um, In a corresponding move, the Chargers actually cut... uh, what are you doing? Oh, there's a fucking screw loose on this. Wow. Somebody was in here playing with all my shit. They moved all my stuff. I don't like that shit. 
tell you motherfucking friends, stay away from my shit. They touch my Dan Marino helmet. That's bad luck now. What's bad luck? They touch Dan Marino. Maybe he'll win Go ahead. a Super Bowl now as an okay. executive. Very. You'll never know. Um, outside of that, I think. Oh, Will Levis, a uh, high ankle sprain. He will be questionable going into this week. Uh, the Vikings are going to start Nick Mullins for the rest of the season. So the Lions awesome. will get Nick Mullins next week. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is in the concussion protocol. And the Ravens have signed Melvin Gordon to their active roster after Keaton Mitchell went to IR. I didn't even know Melvin Gordon still played for. I honest to God didn't either. That's the first time I've seen his okay. name in I a very long time. they signed him when um, he was on the practice squad after uh, what's his face went down training from camp. Ohio State. Dobbins, Dobbins went when down. Dob- when yeah. Dobbins went down is when they signed okay. Melvin Gordon, if I remember correctly. All right, straight from the news into the recap. Let's go. I think Junior was trying to say if you touch Murderer's Row, you end up on the wall. In 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 defense of your of your station over here being yeah, you got Ray yes, Your head ends up on the fucking wall. How does Dan? <laughs> oh look at look at the cameras are actually fucking moving now. Here's my Henry Ruggs jersey right here. Henry Ruggs. Ten years. Henry Ruggs and pointed OJ. Aaron Hernandez. And Aaron OJ is dead. OJ got the 10 Jews. Years. I love the Jews. Got combi- Ray Carruth. Combined. Uh, Anybody two know life Ray Carruth so is? far? No. How, how long? Are you You're gonna have to do your fucking homework on that one. Should we get the? Uh, is that a bad omen for Justin Jefferson? And and yeah, he uh, needs to get the fuck out of my thing. There's only he's directly behind you. So no he kills somebody, yeah, then he can be up on my wall. You can only yeah. get so many murderers over there. Maybe we should get Barry away from over your shoulder, but Barry wouldn't kill anybody. You know what? If I can find you a Ray Rice one to put up over there, I'll make sure I get it for you. How does that sound? Or you don't want Ray Rice? You just give me an autographed picture of uh, Matt Rule. We need Ray Lewis. I've got the Ray uh, Lewis got away from with murder. That's true. Yeah. He did. Shout he out to Z. Here. Happy belated Z. Happy belated. You want it? We'll get you. We'll get you a he Ray ki- Lewis. He killed a few people in Atlanta. I got the Dwayne Haskins jersey over there. If you want uh, to get that, uh, up yeah. On the but wall. he was, you know, uh, he just got killed. He didn't kill himself. Murder. So yeah. I, I don't know. Um. All right. Should we start with them or should we end with them? You call it. Let's start. Let's start with our very own Detroit Lions, who hosted the Denver Broncos on Saturday night football. Bruce, what were the picks for this game? We all chose Detroit. Or no, you and I chose Detroit. They chose Denver. Okay, thank you. Look, uh, look I I'm want used this to on saying record. We all choose Detroit. I want this on record. But- I bet I picked against the Lions because I needed to create good juju for them, and if I picked them, it would have been bad juju. So you still did thought, what you had to do. Is what yeah, but no, I still thought they were going to lose going in. No, I, I thought you did the right thing. I did the same thing. I thought they were going to I, lose. And I, I, I said lose. right on here, I hope I'm wrong, and I'm glad I was fucking wrong. You know, they won. I was happy about the win. Um, I'll start saying shit, and you guys are all fucking. No, go ahead, say, say shit. No, we'll go, go ahead. I'm not go even ahead. gonna go there. Go ahead, talk so, a whole all, bunch all, of all shit. Talk show. that shit. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is this: oh, that yeah. that game should have been over before half. It was. No, it, it should have been. It was over twenty-one to nothing. It was twenty-one nothing. I thought they left a lot of points on the field. 
during the first quarter. They scored forty two points. It was golf. Fucking. It was golf. Golf. Golf took a sec. Golf didn't get going until the second quarter. Well, and I, then... I don't know about that. I just didn't. I didn't like the play calling. Yeah, I, no, no, I'll no. Just say this. The play calling was bad. The first two drives, the first two punt drives, then Ben Johnson I, I got the play I calling in order. I didn't mind the targets to Williams. I didn't mind any of that. I just thought that that they should have uh, inserted their dominance early first quarter. Yeah, they didn't do that. Can can we do a slow I, five things today? Yeah. So that way we can break this down because I took a ton away from this game. So so did I. So did I. Hit the five things, and then I want to go back to what he was talking about. First thing, the O-line is back. Question to you, Uncle Sam. Do you see what we're talking about now when we say that they have the best offensive line in football when they're healthy? Yeah, okay. when they're all healthy, there's no question. No, when they're all they're healthy, the they're not the best, but they're, they're the best. They're, 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 they're the good. No, they're good. They're, the they're all playing. Listen, there's I, I there's go ahead. there's only so many there's only so many examples that you can use, right? When you're missing a piece of that offensive line, they play like dog shit. When you have that offensive line all together and they're all on the field and they're not even a hundred percent healthy, but somewhat healthy. You have the most explosive offensive football outside of Miami. They have the best run game. Goff has the second best passer rating. He's got the best passer rating downfield. You have the keys to the kingdom. You you have everything. Yep. You, you you literally have everything when the offensive line is healthy. Which, by the way, might I add something you didn't mention? It came out after the game on Saturday. Fucking Frank Ragnow is a week removed from meniscus yeah, surgery. Ten days removed from knee surgery. He was, he was playing with a torn meniscus, and he's like, I got to sit this one out. Campbell texts him the day of the surgery. He goes, I'll be back next week. Ragnar was a monster. Monster. Ragnar was an absolute monster on game, Saturday. Complete game. He's, complete he game changer. over the game. Complete game changer. Yep. It's 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 a no brainer. Like this team, like you said, you think David Montgomery's the engine? Agree, agree to an extent. The engine is the running game in general. It's mm -hmm. Gibbs and Montgomery, and that starts with the offensive line. When the offensive line is ticking, this team is really difficult to stop offensively. It's it's not even up for debate because in all of the games where they play with their healthy and offensive intended offensive line, they're four and zero. Okay, they outrush everyone in the league at that point. I, I have the numbers somewhere. I'll pull them up another time. But they're the best rushing team in the league. They literally lead the league in rushing. Gibbs and Montgomery are the number one running back tandem with yards from scrimmage in the league. That's not even including their fucking passing yards, their pass catching yards. They're that good at running the ball. So when the offensive line is healthy, it all ticks. And I want to go back on what you said. I agree on the first quarter. It was bad. It was all punts. It took Ben Johnson a second to get going. He did, I thought, at the end of the first quarter. But Goff didn't catch up to him. Goff didn't settle in because he was still playing nervous and didn't trust his line. But then Goff settled in, and that's when the points started to come. Is Once Goff realized, oh, okay, I have time to throw today. And good things just came from there. I mean, they literally scored five straight touchdowns. Or was it four or five? I think they scored five straight, straight touchdowns, right, uh -huh. after the punts. Which is, I it mean, was, that's hard yes. to do. That's really hard to do. And there was a lot of panic on Goff. And am I saying he's the best quarterback in the league? No, but he's he's more than serviceable. He's a, easily a top 10, probably a top 5 quarterback when he's playing behind this line. And he can trust that he's not going to get drilled. And he can stand in the pocket and deliver the balls that we're, that he's capable of delivering. Uh, if, if we jump back to, uh, what was it, Friday when we had the Goff debate? 
Mm-hmm. The golf, Hennon Hooker, do we bring him? Do we sign him? Golf, golf made his money on Saturday. Golf got paid. Regardless of what happens, yeah. golf got paid. Listen, he's gotten where they haven't been in 30 years, so you can't Sick. touch it. What are you gonna do? Can't you, touch you it. You can't touch it. And what are you gonna do? when you have when the machine works and making money, well, what's he gonna make? 30 million? No, He'll probably, probably 40 million, maybe. I, th- maybe I think 40? it'll be close to 50. Yeah, 45. guess what? Pat Mahomes makes 55 a year. Pat Mahomes makes 50. Or no, Pat Mahomes makes 55. 45 he, million a year. He restructured. He makes 45 million a year. Oh, now it's 45? After Burrow the... makes 55. Hold on. After the Burrow and Hertz contracts and then Lamar, there was three contracts that lo- rolled in this summer. The Chiefs were like, whoa, 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 we got to make sure we get ahead of this now. And they restructured to where I think Mahomes is over 50 now and he gets it's guaranteed. And they just completely restructured it. He's still not the most. I think Burrow is Burrow's still, still the most. Is still the most. Then, then they're going to have to give him 45 million bucks a year. No, I think he's going to get close to 50, but mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a bargain in, in two or three years. That's if, true. if this goes according to plan, close to 50, there's so many quarterbacks that are going to get paid so much more than him. Go ahead. Uh, thing number two, we made a lot of the Lions draft class. Um Gibbs and Laporta had five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Brian Branch, they moved him back exclusively to nickel instead of bouncing him all over, all over the field, and he's been extremely effective over the last three weeks. And then on top of that, Jack Campbell has settled in a lot nice, a lot better in the last couple weeks playing in that, uh, that official off-ball role. I mean, those four picks, what more can you say? What more can you say about those four picks? And we're really, like, what's going on with Sam Laporta at this point is beyond special. He's putting up not just one of the best rookie tight end seasons in NFL history, but one of the best seasons for a tight end in NFL history. He just doesn't have the yards to prove it, but he's got the touchdowns and and counting. Like, there's more to come. And he now leads the Lions in rookie pass catcher touchdowns ever. He beat Roy Williams' record, which I think was eight in 2004. And uh, enjoy the ride while we have these two. Jameer Gibbs gets better and more special every week, especially after that start. We were all worried about that start. But, I mean, what what more can you say at this point about those guys? Uh, Sam Laporte is just a mo- he's It's been monstrous. Like, he's he's the plays he's made. Granted, I will say, Denver allows most fantasy, the most fantasy points to tight ends. Either way, I think Sam Laporta – it speaks for his body of work so far speaks for itself. The guy was an absolute stud. You got great value in the pick because if they go back and do it now, he's not there when they took him. And at the end of the day, if this is the Jameer Gibbs that we're getting through 15 games, 14 games. One of the best running backs in football. Correct. And it's a he's a perfect, a picture-perfect compliment to David Montgomery. He leads perfect. the league. Jameer Gibbs leads the league in rushes of over 20 yards, even more than McCaffrey. That's because A-Chain was hurt. Thing number three, it's not all positive. Thing number three, the third quarter woes are still there. They were a lot better in the third quarter, a lot better. But they still came out flat, especially defensively, and it's hard. It's hard to pitch a shutout for an entire game. It's hard to shut down an offense like Denver's. But they still came out flat, and I thought they could have done more. And the offense still had to do – I think there was one – no, no, they didn't punt in the third quarter. I'm sorry. The off, the offense did well. But I want to see defensive dominance in the third quarter coming out of the locker room. And, again, that's coaching. That's you not making the proper adjustments, you not preparing for the other team's adjustments. But 
it can't all be perfect, especially if you dominate quarters two and four, which really matter. If you dominate going into the half and you dominate at the end of the game. But still, you, you need to show a little bit more in the third quarter if you want to beat some of these better teams. Thing number four, speaking of the defense, it's been so well the last month, and something that I've noticed <coughs> is that it's simplified. Everything is just simple at this point. They've they've scaled everything down, and their game plan on Thursday or on Saturday, excuse me, was really good. It was we're gonna rush four, we're gonna stay in our rushing lanes, we're gonna make this guy beat him with, beat us with our arm, and if you have the right seven guys sitting back there and no one's open eventually your pass rush is going to get home eventually is going to go down and that's what was happening and there was more to it than that too the personnel that was in the game was outstanding I don't know what the hell is going on with Isaiah Bugs. there's no reason why he should not be on the field he is extremely effective and I'm not talking about his fumble return he brought pressure every time he was out on the field on passing downs did he get a hold of the quarterback every time no but he was there and he played well on top of that Bruce Servin's a difference maker. Hutchinson was outstanding per usual. I mean, that shows. And then on top of that, there's another subtle change that we haven't talked about. Uh, I sent you uh, Sean Stellato, Tommy DeVito's agent. Yeah. He represents another guy, plays for the Lions, Efetu Melifamwu, who's been really fucking good for two weeks. And that's because Aaron Glenn's letting him play box safety right now, and they're blitzing him on the outside, and he's covering guys near flawlessly, and they might have something in Melifonwu, and I'm really looking forward to see what he could do for the rest of the year. But the defense, is it's it's coming along nicely. I still don't think it's very talented. I still haven't seen enough of a pass rush. I still haven't seen enough sacks. But if you stop the run and you play simple and you give your corners life, you know, you help them out. You, you help them out with safeties. You help them out with linebackers and coverage. They're not going to get burned as often. And it showed on Saturday. Uncle Sam, go ahead. No, he mixed it up nice. I think that was the most impressive part of the game. Yeah, you told me after the game. It's what he did defensively. Aaron Glenn's. Bringing, bringing the safeties. Points. You know, everybody wanted Aaron Glenn's head fucking a week ago. Guy looks like a fucking genius now. Yeah. You know? He's a hell of a coach. That's he's a hell of a coach. He, he's doing the best he can with what he has. Now he's doing the smart thing, and that's actually shuffling guys in and out. Yeah. I think that was a very smart thing to do was to sit Walker and play him. Mm-hmm. Walker was banged up, they said. I don't know about that, but that's what they were saying. But they were playing him in his spot. And he's a little bigger than Walker, and he's fucking fast. Quicker than I do, thought he was. He could do what they need him play. to do. He could do what they need him to do in the defense more than well, Walker. They need to do more of that. The, pro- the problem is with the Detroit defense is real simple. The back end isn't really good. So what you need to do is if you can get home on that front end, you can blitz these guys from all different angles. They were blitzing him, Barnes, and they, and they were getting they were getting home. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they were getting other guys to get loose. Guys up front of the line, guys like Bugs. Guys like, uh, what's his name, uh, the other defensive end? Bruce Irvin? No, not Irvin. Kaminsky. The one they got playing inside, Josh Pascal. Pascal Josh yeah. Pascal got loose got on the board. because guess what? They brought the safety. The guy went over to try to get the safety, and Pascal come right through and had a clean shot. That That's what happens when you got clean shots. Yep. You start bringing guys from all ends. You know what? This is what Denver was doing prior to this. Everybody, you know, everybody's like, Getting honest about picking Denver. Denver beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. They beat Cleveland. Oh, what the fuck, dude? They've been on a roll. They've won six out of seven. Six out of seven games. They come in here and they they were flat. 
They were not flat. They were fucking flat. I'm not buying that. I'm not they were fucking flat. buying they were, that. They were dominated on both sides of the fucking ball. They were flat. They were dominated. They were flat. They were That's not That's not the usual Denver team you see playing. It's my opinion. You can say whatever you want. I'm telling you what I saw. I'm with you on Aaron Glenn real quick. Um, I love how creative he's been. He's he's making more with less. He has been. He's really – people want to crucify him. Z, I see you in the chat that he's not a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. There's a reason why he interviewed for jobs last year. There's a reason why it's going to happen again this year. He's doing more with less. And it's been impressive other than that the Chargers game. I thought the defense folded pretty bad in the Chargers game. Uh, obviously folded in the Ravens game. But what he's doing right now from a coaching standpoint, they're getting better every week because they're just simplifying things every single week. And I'm with you. The and best... they're bringing pressure. This is something they didn't do in the Charger game, especially in the second half because they were getting fucking torched. Mm-hmm. They the were bringing the pressure like they were doing now. The pressure disappeared. And and the Correct. best, the be, like you said, the best recipe for a bad secondary is a good pass rush. They haven't had that. Correct. And conversely, the best recipe for a bad pass rush is a good secondary. Is if you got good guys well, in coverage. When you start bringing, you got to bring guys to do that. Yeah. You don't, if you, you don't can't have get that. a pass rush, you have to bring guys. You don't have And that. I think when you see your guys not getting home, hey, I, here, let me give you a for instance. You go back, rewind here back to that Baltimore game. When you seen that your fucking defensive line wasn't even getting off the line of scrimmage and you decided just to drop your guys back in coverage and let Lamar Jackson just fucking ass pumble you, this is what happened. If you actually brought guys, that might not have happened. Yeah. I'm, might not have happened. And I, now he's kind of learning it on the fly, obviously. I'm with you. And the, the, you know? the way he's – the way so a way around that is he's been blitzing corners. They've been blitzing the DBs now. And they're delayed. Right. They're, they're guys that will show – like he's it's disguising the coverage. Right. So if he, he's getting tricky with the coverage and he's figuring out a way to disguise it and he'll – these corners aren't showing like they're blitzing. Then all of a sudden you have fucking – out of nowhere, Melifamu coming in and dribbling. I mean, that was a car accident he put Russell Wilson through. He absolutely he never saw him. him. Wilson didn't even see him. Didn't By the time he him. saw him, he's on top. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's and how that's, you do that's it. That's what you got to do. You got to disguise that shit. And if you look at when he came through there, he was about fucking 12 to 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. He, he, they and weren't he showing, shot through He wasn't there. showing he blitz. He the fucking gap. He wasn't showing blitz. Got him. He was showing coverage. And there's right. nothing you could do about that. There's no quarterback see, in the league that could do anything Denver about that. Denver has a guy. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember his name. McMillan or whatever. Raekwon He's McMillan. been doing this quite often for the past four to five weeks. And has really emerged into a good player. He's a rookie for Denver. And he's really doing the same type of thing. Jaquan McMillan? Correct. Now, every time you want to know what's smart about that is when Johnson seen him lining up to a certain side, they'd run the hot route to that side. Mm -hmm. Knowing that this guy was going to come, they kept running that hot route. Yep. And that's that's how the Lions were able to counter that. Yep. Now, I don't think Denver, because the Lions, you don't see them doing what they did last week here with this Denver game, with sending safeties. You don't see that from them often. And I think it caught them off guard. It did. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. And quick yeah. on that, this was one of Ben Johnson's best games in a while, too. I thought he I thought he got back on track. Yeah, other nicely. than the first quarter, I thought he did well. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And he, uh, one of the reasons, obviously, is the offensive line. And when you have yeah. – when, when Goff is able to call the game at the line safely like that, which he was doing, he was making the audibles on that, when the hot route, when, when McMillan would line up on different sides – when you're able to audible nicely 
and you could run things by Sewell or you can get guys open in the flat. It, it really goes a long way to everything this team is trying to do. There's so many weapons, and you can maximize the potential of the weapons when you have the time to throw. And it yeah. sucks that we don't have a mobile quarterback, but this is yeah. The you know what? Dealt. You know what? I want to see more out of them. And I'm, gonna, I'm, I hate to sound like a broken record here, dude. I want to see them run the ball 35 to 40 times a game. And when you do that, it shortens up the fucking game. And guess what? Teams don't get a chance to come back on you when you're controlling the clock. When you, what happened to the Dan Campbell fucking nine minute drives? What happened to that? I think we don't see back. it anymore. I think and they're coming back. And it fucking pisses me off. I know th- it's 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 because the line has struggled and they've been unhealthy. I think with the healthy line, that's going to come back. And I agree with you because that's their bread and butters. We're yeah. going to dominate the this tempo what, of the this game. This is what turned around this whole team. They had one. The nine minute drive. They had one at the end of the Charger game. They had one at the end of the Charger game. It led to a field goal. And there was a drive where they took seven or eight minutes off the clock. Yeah, I want to see more of that. I think it's coming. Real quick, I had a special request to discuss this topic in the chat there. Uh, You'll appreciate this, Uncle Sam, and you'll appreciate this too. The Lions can beat San Francisco, but they can't beat Philly. What are your thoughts on that, both of you? I don't believe that. I don't believe that because I'm officially off the Philadelphia bandwagon. Oh! Because I, I have heard that Matt Patricia is taking over play calling duties for their defense. Oh! And I, I officially just shot myself in the head, and I don't have any faith in Philadelphia going forward. Do you have anything to add? I think I, I think, know where he's coming did from. Did you hear me? Yes, I did. I don't have any faith on them. Don't going worry, forward. we're gonna get. To How can you take your your we're, we're defensive get to coordinator? That's your boy I, Nick I don't Sirianni. Get, I don't That's wanna, your boy listen, Nick Sirianni. Nick, Nick Sirianni's not my boy. That's your boy. I don't like Nick Sirianni. I never did. Oh Jesus, I Barry like the Eagles. You're a fucking like bold faced liar. Oh whatever, dude. He's Italian, what so I'm gonna claim Nick Sirianni. What do you I'm mean? not a Nick Sirianni guy. You you were up to 24 hours ago. I was not a Nick Sirianni. I am an Eagles guy. I like the Eagles. I like what Howie Rose. I'm a Howie Roseman guy. Oh, what I love what he's done. Um, I here I have a, I actually have a hot take right now. Okay, and uh, okay, I never pushed the panic button. I never once pushed the panic I button did. on this Lions team. I, I did. didn't. I didn't because we've seen enough to know that there was no reason to panic. And I didn't, this, to me, I think on Friday, I thought the Lions could win this game by 21. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I'm, those, Bruce, Bruce vouched for me on that one. Okay. Okay? I think that the Lions right now, if they played the way that they played yesterday, they could beat both Philadelphia and San Francisco. They're, if they played the, I, if I, they played I, the way gonna, they I'm played. i say this. Mo, more I, Philadelphia. I, I don't want to. Sound like the Debbie Downer or anything like well, that. Well, you are. I, I, I truly think the Detroit Lions are, are more similar to the Dallas Cowboys than what we think. Disagree. Whole I, fucking I truly believe that. I think the Dallas Cowboys, when they're on, they're, they're good. Just like Detroit, when they're on, they're on. But I feel if the Detroit Lions had to play from behind, they're a lot like the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I, I I don't know if they got what it takes to I don't to think get them you, over the top. I don't think you could compare more two polar opposite teams. I I you want to know who this Lions team is? Well, yeah, obviously to? because I think the Dallas Cowboy defense is a lot better than the Detroit Lion defense. I'm just saying. Are you forgetting about similar the, offensively? 
They how? run the ball. They like to do a little play action. Their quarterback. How are they similar offensively? I don't know. You guys are all off the Dak Prescott fucking bandwagon now. No, I no, no, not at all. But you're sitting here. You're sitting here talking about. You're sitting here talking about a team that ran the ball 28 times last night for 185 yards. When Dallas in 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 every game this year except five has not been able to establish a run and put it on the back of Dak Prescott. That's the difference. They remind me a lot of the Lions. But it, it doesn't make sense. This team right sense. now reminds it me. It does make sense. Absolute sense. Why? They're very good when things are going well for them. That's they're, called every they, team in the NFL. If they can NFL. get a lead, if the Detroit Lions get a lead, they're a lot like the Dallas Cowboys. They can put it on you. They can put it on you. But if they got to fucking work from behind, they remind me a lot of the Lions. It's just my opinion. But, that's my opinion. Opinions are like assholes. That you're Everybody goddamn right it one. is because it's an opinion that has nothing behind it. But either yeah, way. Okay. But nothing I say has anything behind it. No, but it does. The shit you says do, does have something behind it. But you sit there and say that the offenses are the same and the offenses couldn't be more polar. I didn't say that. I said they're similar. I said they're but similar. But they're not. Both of these teams are, are similar. They play the same type of football. They don't. Yes, they do. Uh, I, I'm with you on if they play the way they played Saturday, they're they're going to be a tough they, for anybody. This they exactly. are they are anybody who has to come to Detroit better have fucking lunch packed. I've I've got because they're going to have the game the fight of their life. If 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 this team makes the NFC Championship game and they play San Francisco, that will be one of the that is the perfect fucking matchup. That will be yeah. such a right now. Right now, Detroit matches up against Philadelphia very nicely, in my opinion. I think Philadelphia. I think, I think every team matches up with Philadelphia pretty nice at this point. I don't. Philadelphia doesn't. Their corners. I don't think they'd be able to shut them down. I think Laporta would be able to run rampant. I don't think that their run defense is good enough right now. And yeah, is Jay, would Jalen Hurts keep him in that game? Absolutely. And does Detroit have a corner that's going to be able to shut down AJ Brown? No. But at the end of the day, I think Detroit stays and with Devontae them in Smith. lockstep. And is able to beat that team because it's yeah. only going to take a couple mistakes. And right now, Philadelphia is not a team that's playing perfect football. Far no. from it. No, they they're a little bit in disarray right now. Obviously, they're making coaching changes with fucking three weeks left. I want to reserve a little bit of judgment on Philly because I know they're not playing a relevant team tonight. But like, this is the one. If you're bad or if something's really well, wrong, Myers is probably not going to play tonight. I heard he is going to play. Playing. I heard he's going to play. He's playing. Re regardless, regardless of if he plays. If if there's if there's really something wrong, we'll find out tonight because you're playing a backup Drew Locke on the road. So if shit hits the fan, so Geno Smith's not playing tonight. I don't think Geno Smith is playing as of now. No. Oh, see what happens. See what happens. So if I I want to reserve because because Philly could easily run the table going forward, finish as a top seed, and I don't I don't trust a lot of yeah, teams they going play to Philly. Danny DeVito twice after this. They play the Giants. Uh, they have twice. one more. They have one more bad one. It might be the Giants twice actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. Regardless, on the and what on is the, Detroit? We go on the road this week to. It's at Minnesota, at Dallas, and then Minnesota, Minnesota at, home. at Dallas, and then they got Minnesota at home. Yeah, but this weekend's the this is the Super Bowl. This is the this is the well, moment we've been happened. waiting for. I'll get into that Sunday or uh, Friday, but on on Dallas I, right now, I'm not going to overreact. Remember, remember, we were picking the game on Friday, and you go, "What does Vegas know?" Do you remember you said that? Yeah, there was a whole. I I was. In and out of consciousness, but ESPN walked through why it happened. But it's Dallas on the road. It's Dallas outdoors. It's D it's Dak and cold weather cities, and Dallas really needs that home 
advantage more than – Dak just can't be outdoors. That's the problem. And that's – you're not going to win if you don't have a quarterback that can get it done outdoors. Like that's a major issue. Personally, I thought the game was just – I don't want to call it a fluke because I think Buffalo's the hottest team in football at this point after that win especially. But they just got uh, James Don't even cooked. get me started. We'll talk about that game here in a minute. So, so on Dallas, I'm not – I'm not unsold on Dallas I'm, on Monday. All I'm saying is they remind me a lot of the Lions. I'll be honest. Dallas? And out going outside, they remind me a lot of You're the Lions. Dal- I think Dallas is better than the Lions. but I'm Dallas I'm, will beat Detroit in Dallas in two weeks. Yeah. And then luckily, we won't have to go back there to play, so it'll be irrelevant. Yeah. But He's got superpowers at home. The source of his powers is, is fucking all the inbreds in Texas. Hey, you know what I'm going to like is, though? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to take the Lions against Dallas in that game. You've been saying it for weeks. Okay. I love that. it for weeks. I'm hyped for that. I'm taking the Lions to knock off Dallas. Because I think once they knock off Dallas and they secure, they secure that number two spot, because that's what will fucking happen, and then they get that fucking that, that first game at home, it's going to be everything. I'm telling you. They're not playing that game at home. Yeah, they are. You have the you know the Detroit. Lions getting that first game at home. Try to be playing that first game at home. Oh, but that's, yeah, that's they're going to clinch that number two spot if they knock out Dallas. Yeah, but if they get the three, they still play the first game at home. True, but I want them out that two spot. I want that two spot. Ain't gonna happen. What's that's gonna what happen is next week Detroit will beat Minnesota handedly. Okay, then they will go to Dallas and they will look like dog shit. They will get fucking stomped out. I, I, I don't It'll think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a different team I think it's going to be a closer game. I don't think they're going to get stomped they're gonna out. They're going to look off. But Dallas is going to win. And then they'll have a close game with Minnesota to end the year, and everybody will start to, again, that they're going to go into the playoffs. They're going to start Teddy Bridgewater the last game of the year because he's retiring, and that's his, his exactly. the team that drafted him. That's how that's going to go. This... Possibly. Da- you have to remember what Dallas does. Dallas will not choke against the Lions. Dallas will choke against fucking Tampa Bay week one. I ought, ought to playoffs. see you know, uh, Dak Prescott talk about being MVP. That's our Lions going there and kick their ass. But see, this is the hard time I have with that. What leads you to be- – okay, there were things that led me to believe that Detroit would beat Dallas. What's leading you to believe that Detroit's going to beat Denver? Say that again. There were things that led me to believe – Detroit was going to beat Denver, okay? You had it flip-flop the, the first time. Sorry. The biggest the biggest glaring thing was, which I was spot on about, was Denver allows the most yards to running backs. And I said that Detroit would run rampant on them, and they did. Like I said, Denver is, is coming off a streak where they won six of seven games. They beat Buffalo. They beat Kansas Buffalo City. Buffalo doesn't have a running game. Kansas City doesn't okay. have a running game. They beat Miami. Miami's running backs were dead when they played. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can yes, say whatever the fuck yes, you want to say. Yes, it does. Yes, it does matter. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. They started 0-6. That's great. But at the end of the day. And they turned it around. They won fucking 6 They are seven, the worst right? team against the run. Whatever. They play. They whatever. Beat I'm a not going to sit here and debate with you about it. But I'm asking you. are asking me what, why what I leads think Denver you to was going to beat them? No. no. He, wants know, he, wants know what makes you think, he wants to know what makes you think the Lions are going to go in to beat Dallas next week. Other than the intangibles. I, because I'm going to say, say this. It's inside. Jared Goff on the road, but it's inside. And that's a, that's a uh, night game, no? Yeah, it is. It's a it's Saturday night game. Saturday night. Again. Say what? It's What's Saturday the record night. in Saturday night, in night games right now? What? They're 4-0. The Lions are 4-0. He's right. The game's past fucking 4 o'clock. Man's right. They're 4-0 in prime time. Suck a dick. In prime That's time, That's a smoke and mirrors thing. Whatever, For dude. somebody who says, I, do, I go by what's on the thing, yes. Denver gets gouged every week by running back. Listen, I, I watched uh, fucking, what's-his-name's little brother, Cook, 
James destroy Cook Dallas. absolutely destroy Dallas. Well, okay. You don't think that fucking Gibbs and Thank fucking you. what's his name could destroy that? There we go. That's what he was looking now for. Now we yes, finally no. got to what I was asking five the, minutes the ago. The answer is yes. yes they're, cap- they're capable, but that's what yes, he was looking Yes, as long for. as Ragnow is in there, Taylor Decker's been playing on one leg for six weeks, and as long as they're fucking in there and ready to go, they could win that game easily. I think they could beat them easily. If they control the fucking clock and control the line of scrimmage. That's the key. You got to run. You got to go to Dallas. You got to run the ball 40 times at Dallas. But they're not going to do that. You got to keep fucking Dak Prescott on the side. They're not going to do that. And see, this and that's is why my they're problem with Ben Johnson. Okay? And I'm going to tell you it right now. And this could come back to haunt them later. If they don't figure out a way to continue to get these eight, nine-minute drives in the second half to run time off the clock... They will start losing these games because they're getting into shootouts. We don't want that. You want them to control the game, get up, control the game, use those two fucking running backs you got, use the play action, keep moving that ball down the field. That five, ten fucking yards at a time, you don't need the big shot. You need to control the clock with a team like that. That's how you beat a team like Dallas. I agree with you 100%. That's how San Francisco fucking beat them. and And that's the fifth thing. The fifth thing is that the Lions were on script on Saturday. They, the the game was scripted perfectly. They were on script. It started with, you know how we don't get in trouble? We don't go down 7 nothing early. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to start with the ball. Didn't really matter because they ended up punting. It was a decent drive to start the game, but they ended up punting. If they stay on script and they run the ball well enough, they take time off the clock, they don't get the penalties that stall drives, if they get chunk plays, five, six yards here and there, if they stay on script, good things will happen no matter who they they're average playing. over five yards per carry. Well, yeah. It doesn't you matter over five yards there, per carry. Five yards per carry. You average over hi- five yards yeah. per carry. Hypothetically, you could just keep running the ball until no one can stop Absolutely. you Absolutely. You, you can, have, you can have your way. And they stayed on script, and that's key. And you got to do whatever you can to stay on script. And if you do— San Francisco. Look at San Francisco. Anybody watch San Francisco game yesterday? Oh, yeah. Anybody watch it? Yeah. You've seen what it was, no? I mean, some of yeah. the players were lucky as they, fuck. They dominate, but, they dominate yeah. the tempo from the start of the game. They right. dominate the tempo, no matter how it is. If it's Purdy, if it's McCaffrey, if it's fucking Ayuk. McCaffrey's Ayuk. a fucking animal, dude. He's an animal. Fucking guy's wide open in a passing game. Running the ball, he touches, he gets a fucking carry, he's gone. I mean, I, nobody's touching him. It's, it takes your safeties are the ones trying to make a play on him 10 yards down the field. That's an offensive line there. When you got a line blowing the fucking defense 10 yards back before this guy even gets a fucking hand put on him, I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm ready when you guys are on the Lions. Okay, let's go to Saturday. Saturday. Minnesota headed into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Uh, This game was uh, a shit show. At the end of the third quarter, it was a 17-3 Minnesota lead. Uh, Cincinnati puts up 21 in the fourth to send it to overtime. Minnesota wins the toss. Cincinnati ultimately gets the ball back, kicks a field goal, and wins this one 27-24. to um, Big win for the Lions in this game, realistically, and a, and a big win for Cincinnati, uh, keeping in lockstep in this wild card race. Um, Jake Browning, another pretty fucking nice game. 29 for 42, 324, two touchdowns and a pick. It's QBR 98. Joe Mixon, 10 for 47 and a touchdown. Chase Brown, 7 for 23. Jamar Chase, 
four for 64. T. Higgins had two touchdowns for the Bengals. Um, that was fucking incredible. I, I watched that whole that for fourth quarter. I don't know if uh, you guys so, yeah, I was The watching. fourth quarter was outstanding. And the Higgins touchdown, just the presence of mind. He's an elite wide receiver. And someone like Kansas City, pay the fuck out of that guy. Go get T. Higgins. Go, Kelsey's going to retire. You take the money you're going to give Kelsey, and you give it to T. Higgins. You pay the shit out of him because that guy is exactly what you need. 100%. Jordan Addison, six for 111 and two touchdowns. Monster game for him. Justin Jefferson, seven for 84. Uh, Hawkinson, six for 63. Ty Chandler, 23 for 132 and a touchdown while Mattinson was out hurt. Nick Mullins, 26 for 33, 303 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Um, big win for Cincinnati. Big win. Come back. Come yeah, from behind. It. They're, they're, they're in the wild card. Bengals, they're the sixth yeah. seed. Bengals right now. Browns is going to be still in it. insane. Bengals Browns is going to be, it's going to be for all the marbles. Honestly, they could both get in, but I think it's going to come down to whoever wins that game ultimately gets in because of the way the Bills are surging right now and the way whatever's going on with Colts, Jags. Whatever wow. happens in that division, it's going to come down to Bengals and Browns. And they both are playing decent football right now. Well, the one that really complicated things was Houston. Winning a game that they should, that they had, nobody had them winning, yeah, but still in it. they're still very much in it too. Um, so the the other thing about this is, is Minnesota now. Minnesota's in a kind of a clusterfuck situation because you have Minnesota at seven and seven. You have two of the NFC South teams at seven and seven. Atlanta six and eight. The Rams seven and seven. Seattle, if Seattle somehow wins tonight or. Either way, they're either going to be six and eight or seven and seven in that jumble right there. If Minnesota drops both to Detroit, they're not in the playoffs. They're they're out of it. I think if they drop two games, they're out of it. Yeah, realistically, not yeah. even the two Detroit games. I think there's another game. The pa- they play the Packers. Yeah, the Packers. The Packers drop that. Game, that game's going to have a lot of implications. It has the weight of the oh, world on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because at this point, the Packers. I mean, what do you say about them? At this point. They're, they're, junk, they're junk. I think the they're starting junk. to get into trouble. Yeah, but do we think Minnesota's any better? No. I no. don't. I think they're no. both junk. There's still, I, I can't believe they're still in the wild card, those two teams. Well, it's because of the damage Minnesota yeah. did in the in the middle weeks, and the Packers yeah. it did a lot of damage recently, and they got some wins at the beginning of the year. Listen, I, I just think there's other teams deservedly better than they are. The only thing that's clear is that it uh. – Somewhere five six is going to be Rams, Cowboys, Eagles. One of you know right. whoever whoever loses this the 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 East plus Rams. The Rams. The Rams, and then it's just the Rams are on a roll right now. They're playing pretty good football, and they got a really easy schedule going forward too. Well, well I, I got to play really San Francisco, easy. San Francisco, and then after that though, it's they play the Giants, and then I think they they might play the Cardinals. Somebody like that. Who? Listen, don't sleep on the Cardinals. The, dude. the Rams. The Cardinals played that game tough yesterday. It got away from them at the end. But they played tough until about the third quarter, end of the third quarter. It's important to remember. So the Rams are playing great, but they're not beating great teams. Yeah. And and a lot of these teams are still in the game. Like the Rams still have their guys out on the field, and they're still full gas at, at the end of the fourth quarter against bad teams every week, you know? Right. So I think it's a little tricky. The Rams play New Orleans next week, then at the Giants. That's another at huge first game. Though. The New Orleans game is huge. It's I think the Rams... Thursday night for against New Orleans. Oh, that's a good Thursday night game. Yeah, actually, I think the Rams are going to crush them, or at least they should. But I mean, implication wise, that's huge for both of those teams. Listen, I know you guys are. Derek both... Carr had three touchdowns yesterday. You guys are both big on the Rams right now. This Rams team, it's it's 
They just can't put anybody away. Okay. You know what, dude? I'm, I'm shocked that, that they're where they're at. No, I, I just said that. But also, like, who else are you going to be big on? Someone's got to get in. Someone has to get in. So, and and they're the they're the you team. Think if, they're better than the the Rams. Look Packers? better than the Vikings, the Packers, and the yeah. Seahawks right now. They're yeah. they're yes. the they're the they're the cut above, and they're not even that great. Th- not that th- they're not that think great. Think about but... what they've turned over. Yeah, they're where they're at. That's to me is more amazing than anything else. You want to know what's fucked up? I that that now that I realize they play that New Orleans game is fucking huge. It's big. It is yeah. huge. That's a big game because New Orleans needs it to win the division and the Rams need it to hold court because right. someone has to it's just as someone has to get in in the South, someone has to get in in the North wild card, which is Packers or Vikings. One of those teams probably has to get in you unless wanna, Seattle surges. Well, you want to know what's fucked up. If New, if New Orleans wins that game all right, in Tampa and Atlanta because they both play, you could, you could have a fucked up situation where Neither of the North teams get in, and it's the Rams. And you might, you could have two of those fuck the dumpster fires in the NFC South in there. Yeah, they both have to get to nine and eight to make it happen. Though. They both have to get to nine and eight. And so that New Orleans game's huge. Um, moving on, second game on Saturday, uh, Pittsburgh headed to Indianapolis to play Gardner Minshew and the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis gets a step ahead over Pittsburgh going to 8 and 6 and they win this game pretty definitively 30 to 13. Um that that game was not close whatsoever. No, and and the people that the Colts were using to fucking win this Trey Sermon led the team in rushing 17 yeah, for he was 88. Like the fourth string running back in San Francisco. Tyler Goodson 11 yeah. for 69. Who was Anthony Richardson a rotator cuff? He can't come yeah. back, right? He cannot come back. No. I mean it doesn't Zach matter. Zach Moss done for the year. He had three or four TDs, right? He had to be activated before this week and they couldn't do it. They didn't do it. Zach Moss got hurt in this game. Michael Pittman is dead. No, he's not. He'll be fine. He'll be back next week. You do you want to talk about that hit now? What the Michael Pittman one? Yeah, yeah I thought it was bullshit. Okay, well, let's let's. It's a bang bang play. It doesn't deserve a that does not warrant this guy to get fucking suspended for the rest of the year. That does not do that. I agree. You want to give him a game? You want to fine him? Fine, but to suspend him indefinitely? Come on, dude. What are we What are we doing here? You know what's hard for me to understand about the people that are making these, and it goes, it's going to an appeal board now, but it's hard for me to understand these guys who are in the, in this NFL office who are supposed to know football to look at a play like that and say, what's the, what's the other outcome? Tom Brady already came out fucking two weeks ago. He ripped it apart. And he ripped every quarterback in the league talking about you guys to a guy. If I knew he was going to get fucking Ray Lewis. Here's what he He said. He said it himself. Here's what he said. Nobody likes seeing players get hurt, but hard hits happen. Quarterbacks should not be throwing the ball in areas where they are exposing their own teammates to these types of hits. Coaches coaches need to coach better. Quarterbacks need to read coverages and throw the ball into the right places. And defenders should aim for the right hitting areas. To put the blame on the defensive player all the time is flat out wrong. We need better quarterback play. It's not okay, quarterbacks, to get your wide receivers hit because of your bad decisions. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying it because I'm a Brady slappy because I think you can agree with that. I just said I agreed with him. At the end of the day. That was Gardner Minshew not placing that ball correctly. 
I don't understand how you, if you were in the NFL office and you're watching that, can see that. What is What was he supposed to do? Yeah, but this has happened all year. This has been going on. This isn't something that just but this one was, started this, this game. This is the exclamation point one because it just, it was so bang, bang. Well, here, here they were we in go. such a bad a big spot. Hit. This, we've already seen more than that. The guy from Denver, Kareem Jackson, got fucking suspended for playing hard because playing how he was taught to play the game. And they fucking suspended him and he fined him more than what he's made this year for the same shit. You need to fucking stop. They need to take the fucking diapers off these guys. It is what it is, dude. This game is physical. This is why you pay these assholes the money you pay them. They know the fucking risk going in. That's bullshit, dude. Stop it. Stop it. It's a fucking gladiator sport. It's supposed to be that way. That's what it's supposed to be. If you're going to take the physicality out of fucking football like they took fighting out of hockey, you will ruin your fucking sport. Period. You will fucking ruin football and nobody will watch it anymore. I'm to the point where I don't want to watch it anymore. Uh, but this, I, don't even get me started. I'm going to start on this fucking roughing the passer shit next. Go ahead. Pittsburgh going forward plays Cincinnati. Then they're at Seattle and at Baltimore. Do we see it? Do we see them winning loss, any loss, of those loss. So then that would mean if, that would if, mean Pittsburgh losing six straight to end the year. If Geno Smith comes back, it's in Seattle. So if Geno Smith comes back, the, they might have a chance to win that. If he's no, I, back. I think if Drew if Geno Smith plays. is back, they'll win that. Yeah, if Geno Smith, you think Pittsburgh will win if Geno Smith's back? No, I think yeah. Geno, uh, yeah. Seahawks Se- will Seattle win. will probably win if Geno Smith's back for that. Right. Yeah. Because who are they going to put out there? Who'd you say? Mason, Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph's going yeah, to There's Rudolph, other things Red, to talk Nose about, Reindeer. though. Did you guys Goodbye. see the, 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 effort from, the effort from George Pickens awesome. and, and, and just Najee Harris doesn't know how to pick run lanes anymore? They've... It's just all bad. Mike there Tomlin, no Mike Tomlin Tomlin. that's why. Mike Tomlin has lost that locker room at this point. I think so. I, I, you know what? I, I don't think you can blame him, dude. No, you can't. You can't blame him. He doesn't have a fucking quarterback. He knows it. It is what it is. Yeah, Listen, but I don't to... know if it was him or the GM that is the one controlling all that over there. But it, sooner or later, he's going to have to make a decision Listen, what he wants. When to. I see guys that don't give effort, that's the head coach. That's, 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 oh, yeah. that's how it was we've with Matt Patricia. We've seen that here for decades. Hey, listen. Yeah. Look at look at the situation like the Colts, yeah. where they lost their guy, fucking week two, three, what whatever it was. Well, and that I, the guy that they lost hard. is not that great anyway. They lost their starting guy, yeah, and they're still playing hard. Yeah, they got Gardner Mustache in there. He's exactly, got a we gotta give serviceable a job. Rocky Oxford, who entered the chat. Oh, hey, Rocky Oxford, how's it going? Hope Columbia's he's, doing he's well. A, a, a pretty. I you know Pretty what good job Mike Tomlin's been has gotten a lot of praise for a very very long time because their wreck they've been above five hundred every year but at the oh, end of the ben day well listen when you come into a team that's got a guy like Ben Roethlisberger at the and house, you pick up a ring and you get a fucking ring here yeah. a ring there and then you're constantly in the playoffs for for uh, fucking most of fifteen years guess what that was nice. But now they're in rebuild, sort of like what's going on in New England. Yes. You're in rebuild. I'm happy you and, said and it. And you're fucking in limbo. I'm happy you said it. I, I want you guys to know that um, unless, not even unless, in order to compete in that division going forward, which is five-plus years of Lamar Jackson, five-plus years of Joe into- Burrow, you you can't win with Steeler D anymore. It's yeah. proven. Right, right. You, you got to go get a quarterback. Well, I, you know you what? You got to have a prolific You can't really offense. say that because look at what they've done. 
at one point go to about three games back when Pickett was still in there. They were tied for the fucking division lead, dude. They, that's because they were with they're out kicking their coverage with their defense. Their defense was keeping Correct. in games they had no business being in when they were getting out yarded, out gained, and all that. And that, that that's a fluke. That's a fluke stat, in my opinion. Well, the wins that go with it. They're plus in the turnovers with the defense. Yeah, that and, too. That and too. that's what keeps them in. It, it matters. But if you want to compete in that division going forward, you need to start getting that offense in a place that can compete with Lamar Jackson and they can compete with I Joe think, Burrow. I think they have pieces. It's not like they don't have guys. I like Deontay Johnson. I'm Pickens, starting to hate Pickens, George, George Pickens. George Pickens is better than no. what we thought he was. I'm, I'm starting to Friar think he's Friar Muth is good. Friar he's, you know, he's been great they need, been they need help up front because they, they have to commit to running the football and they need help up front. Uh, next up. The Chicago Bears headed into the dog pound in Cleveland to play the Browns. The Browns are now nine and five, sitting second in the AFC North. Chicago falls to five and nine as Cleveland wins this game, twenty to seventeen. And it was a seventeen-seven game going into the fourth fucking quarter. And Chicago lost. Yeah. And guess what? I was texting Zolo about the Flacco debacle. And how I called that one spot on, uh, and this motherfucker <laughs> found a fucking a fucking way. No, don't get it twisted. He he for sure came back down to earth for those three quarters, but um, I don't think they won in spite of Flacco. But but you can't, we can't knock the Injoku thing anymore. We can't oh, knock no. the the Flacco and Injoku connections real. It's a it's real, real thing. It's very good. And yeah, Flacco's, I, know. I played against Injoku this week. What do you have? Twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, he popped off. Come on. 10 for 104 and a touchdown. So we can't can't discredit. Obviously, we can't discredit the Browns' defense. Of course, Miles Garrett's defensive player of the year. He's playing with no fucking shoulder right now, no rotator cuff. And it's it's impressive. And and Joe Flacco is going to have them just enough in these games that they should be able to do what they did. I mean, that was a bad team, and they got lucky. But if they don't come out flat offensively, they don't come out flat, they put Flacco in good position to make some throws, they pound the ball with Ford and Hunt. Dude, okay, who's lost they're more than Cleveland? Seriously. I don't think anybody. They, they lost a fucking top you know, three running it's back. Funny, it's funny you say that because yeah. I saw a really good article this morning about how Kevin Stefanski hasn't bitched at all. He hasn't complained. They've lost everyone. They lost their quarterback, their offensive line. They're down their center. They've lost guys on defense. They lost uh, Nick Chubb. And I saw an article Del- comparing Delphin, him. They just lost him. I saw an article comparing him to Amu Dallup, Bob. Grant Dellup. They yeah. lost him. And and I saw an article comparing him to Amu Bob and how Amu Bob has no excuses because he had a better defense going into the year and the Jets have just been really bad no matter what. Whereas they signed Flacco off the street and Flacco's you know he's not lighting it up but he's playing really well and he's playing serviceable. Level. So the Jets have uh, Bob Sala has no excuse right now because because if you look in the mirror and you look at Kevin Stefanski who I don't think he should be coach of the year he'll probably win coach of the year if the Browns get into the playoffs the way things have gone. If you look at Kevin Stefanski, he hasn't complained, and on top of that, they have nine wins, and I they're think, still in it. I, I think it's either going to be uh, the fuck his name, Mike McDaniel's. No, Stefanski. I think it could be him. I think it be, could be Dan Campbell. Mike McDaniel or St- Kevin Stefanski has one less win with way less talent offensively. Yeah, but Dan Campbell's done something that hasn't been done. Dan, in 30 Dan years. Campbell's the exception. I think yeah. if the Lions get to thirteen wins, Dan Campbell yeah. for sure wins. Yeah. But right now it's it's got to be Kevin Stefanski as coach of the year. I can't see I can't see anyone else because I mean D'Amico Ryan's is going to be in the see, conversation. Got to see what's going to happen with Jacksonville here 
I, I, I'm just, if I was them right now, dude, I, I would be, I would be smashing my balls onto the fucking, in the desk drawer right now because I, I wouldn't even know what to think at this point. I'd be losing my mind if I was them. We, we're going to get there because yeah. I have a lot to say on that yeah. one. Um, Team that everybody was high on. Listen, the, the, Go ahead, go to the next game. We'll get to we'll get to Sunday. I night. hate Cleveland. Fuck that. I like Cleveland. But what I, do you think I wish them the best. I hate Cleveland too. It's what a do bunch I, of fucking filthy inbreds. There was a wide shot of the crowd before the field goal, and I just saw inbred, 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 white trash, ugly, disgusting, inbred, inbred, inbred. I hate Cleveland too. I like those people. I would be sitting right next to them. No, not me. Not me. They'll pickpocket you. They'll pickpocket you and then dissect your wallet in the coal mine and then beat the shit out of each other. I just this is what this is what irritates me about them. All right. If you look at the schedule, okay, they lost to Seattle in Seattle, okay? Then they ass-raped the, the, the Cardinals, okay? Then, by the grace of God, they gave Baltimore one of their three losses in a divisional game, okay? Then they beat the dumpster fire that is Pittsburgh before it completely went into the shit. Then, Actually, they beat Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett at playing their highest it, level. Does it, <sighs> Pittsburgh's highest level is still in it. Then they were still tied. I don't care. I don't care. There's dog shit is when the water's at the top of the toilet bowl before it's flushed. Then they lost at Denver bad. Then they lost to the Rams. Pretty bad. Two, Two teams that could be playoff teams. Right. Then they beat Jacksonville as the entire team gets hurt. Listen, guys, can I stop you? I'm not going to debate that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like you can hate them and you can do all you want. It's not their fault that their that their schedule sucks and they're beating bad teams. I'm not no. saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying they're doing enough to get in and and they are. You can't deny that. They have 9 wins. They have 9 yeah, wins. But- 9 wins would soundly put them at the 6th seed in the NFC right now. Soundly. No issue. They beat Chicago by a field goal. Barely beat Chicago. They 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 Barely. Chicago needed to choke. Correct. Then they go play a Houston team this week that's decimated. Then go play a Jets team that's had their asshole torn out and then finish the year at Cincinnati. But that's not their fault. That's not I their know, schedule. But not I their fucking fault. hate it. I hate it. That's like they're just making the most of. It. Like that's that's how it works. That's why there's turnover yeah. in the league. Like they can't do anything about that. I think they'd get fucked by. I don't anybody know, I, that's I, worth a. Fuck. I think I think they'd push Kansas City personally. But other than that. I think they get fucked by a lot of teams, but that's not their fault if they win 11 or 12 games. And their defense, you cannot deny, will will keep them in any game. Like, they're not going to get blown out by any team. You know, it just is what it is. Imagine if they had Chubb. Just Chubb. Okay. Just Chubb. Yeah, then you'd have general. No, don't say just Chubb, all right? Just Chubb in general. Imagine if they had him right now. Fuck you, Chubb is a top three back in this league. Yeah, he is, but it doesn't make up for, it doesn't make. They don't deserve it. They Whatever. don't deserve. Whatever they deserve. They're, it. they're beating the they team. They deserve. They, they, they have the win, They have the wins, and if they're frauds, it'll get found it'll out. It'll get exposed Cause, quick because frauds don't make the Super Bowl. Frauds maybe once in a while will win a playoff game, maybe, but frauds get exposed in the playoffs. Oh, frauds get exposed like. Fucking the Vikings out of supposed last week. Exactly. Frauds they get exposed fraud. in the they playoffs. They were exposed in the first round. Everyone knew they were going to that game and they break. lost. Yeah, exactly. Frauds get exposed That's in the playoffs. That's Cleveland. Well, we'll see. That's Cleveland. We'll see is, you want to know what? Thank you. Whoever said it. Cleveland is last year's Minnesota. To a T. Perfectly. We'll see. we'll see. I don't believe that. No, I think there's. it's got to be a division winner if you're going to compare them to last year's Minnesota. Next up. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers headed up to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. Tampa Bay is now seven and seven, five hundred in first place in the NFC South. Well, Green Bay falls to six and eight. Tampa comes out on top in this one, thirty-four to twenty. Baker Baller Mayfield. Baker had a career game. 22 of 28, 381 yards, four touchdowns, 158 passer rating. He's the first opposing quarterback in the history of Lambeau Field to have a perfect passer rating. That's interesting. interesting. I did not know that. Yep. Rashad White, 21 for 89. Chris Godwin, 10 for 155. Uh, whoever the fuck David Moore is, two for 68 and a 52-yard touchdown. Mike Evans, four for 57 and a touchdown. Rashad White caught one, a touchdown through the air, as did Keefe. Blast from the past there. Uh, Jordan Love, 29 for 39, 284 and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 13 for 53. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, six for 97. Tucker Craft, Jaden Reed, both had touchdown receptions for the pack. Um... I know you guys are gonna talk shit. This this just this this game told me more about Green Bay than it did about Tampa Bay. No, but it, it's okay. That. Okay, no, I don't I agree. agree with that. I agree. It said more about Green Bay, but it still said a lot about Tampa. We still learned a lot about Tampa. I'm sorry, you say you, what you, you still want to say about you got the scope. Listen, on. I hate you got the scope bowls on. with a motherfucking passion. Okay, only one person I hate worse. Well, I let me take that back. There's two people I hate worse than Todd Bowles. One's in Dallas, the other one's in Seattle. What about the say one we have? Want to say this asshole keeps winning. So the, I think the Packers have been garbage. I think they're fraudulent. Yeah, but when you go into Lambeau as a warm weather team in December and you beat a team that's relatively hot, I know they were coming off a loss on a short week, but when you beat the Packers at home, you know who this says a lot about this game. You're gonna fucking hate this. You know what's coming? It's Baker Mayfield. Man. Yeah, you're gonna hate it. You're gonna be real pissed when they win the division. Real I'm gonna pissed. be so pissed when they win the division because oh, I I think uh, you want to know made, all this. They made a statement in this game. All this yeah. does Portal is Lamb. enable them. You realize that right. they're gonna go. They're gonna win the division. They're gonna get ass raped, brother, by Tampa Bay in the first round. And Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield will be back to win nine games again next year and get ass raped by Dallas. That's the, the whole round. thing is someone has to win the division. It's not their fault that they're going to do it. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly, That's exactly what's going to happen. But someone has to win the division. It, it is what it is. So there's an underrated – there's another uh, underrated storyline with what Baker. Why do you got your legs all pulled up around your shoulders for I have them under my arms, dude. I don't, what are you He's looking for? Himself. Well, are you looking for something over himself. there? Are you trying what to suck you your own penis Maybe over there? They, can we focus trying to here? see how far what? close I can get? What they made another good hire in the off season. Um, they got a guy that's been with Pete Carroll for a decade, uh, over a decade. But what's his name? The offensive coordinator for Tampa. He was a strength guy, and he just worked his way to the top. Um, Dave Canales. So Dave Canales has revitalized. Of course, Baker's had some bad games this year, but like if you if we're painting the picture of the entire year, Baker's putting up one of the best seasons he's had in his career, and you can make a case for him on comeback player of the year. And there's a reason they're in it right now, and it's no longer their defense. It's him. It's Baker Mayfield, and that was a big win. He did something that a lot of people have failed to do over the years, and that's Dave Canales coming in from Seattle and completely revitalizing the way they utilize Baker. 
And they got to, I mean, offensively, I'd love to see them take a quarterback. I'd love to see them have a shot at it. But they have pieces to work with. You re-sign Mike Evans. You still have Godwin. The tight ends are solid. Rashad White's a, a, probably a top three running back in the league. Can he, can you? He's an every down back. He doesn't come out of the game. Right, and you can add to it and build to that offensive line. Yeah. Maybe get some guys on that inside to help Vita Vey. Yeah. Fuck, man. You could have something going there. Are they going to get butt-fucked by Dallas or Philly in round one? Oh, yeah. Maybe of, not. Of course. Maybe not. Yes, they, they got to go Come on, there. dude. I think so. I think so. I think they're going to lose I, I in round they one. they got a chance to play at home, and somebody's got to go down What do you mean play at home? Easy. What kind not, of advantage do you be, have playing in What Tampa? would be interesting is that was a— It's warm that time of the year. That was a Monday you night guys game. Guys up here can go out there and fucking play in Philly that. and play Tampa in was an early Monday night yeah. game. Yeah, that's horrible. Philly and Tampa was an early Monday night game. And and remember we looked at it and I was like, Philly didn't look great, but they still won. I'd love to see Philly somehow get the five and and see, see that game played over now and see how it goes now. I'd be really curious to see how that goes. Yeah. I'd still pick Philly, but— um, I don't know. I, I'm with you. It those says guys, more those about guys the Packers. be cramping up before the half. It says more about the oh, Packers. The Packers are out of the North, by the way. The Packers cannot win the NFC North officially. Get fucked. I was worried about that. Not worried about them winning the North, but I was worried about their surge three weeks Everybody ago. Was about and things change. But I, I still think you you got to give props to Tampa. I think that they're someone's got to win that division. I know you hate right. hearing it, but someone's got to win that division. I'm not and giving Tampa them. shit. I'm not giving them shit until they win the division. Anyway. Because, hold on, real quick. They have to play Jacksonville this week, which they, if they're legit, they should win. Then they have to play New Orleans for all the motherfucking marbles. Okay? I'll beat New Orleans. You just don't want to see Tom Brady's team do I, You were big on Derek Carr having three touchdowns I, I this week. Beat, I think they'll beat New Orleans at this point. I think Baker's hot, and I think they'll beat New Orleans. They'll do something that Tom Brady couldn't do. Had just, I've had just about enough of today already. I'm uh, just that's because all the teams that, that you spit bottles that you, the teams I just you needed spit to win or bottle? wanted to win didn't exactly. win. You can't it's blame fucking teams. bullshit. I'm blaming the goddamn teams. This is bullshit. Tampa Bay is dog. Why do we? Why do you guys root for dog shit? Why I don't do root for anything. Fucking Atlanta. Wait, hold on. That's not true. I rooted for Tampa Bay because they hey, played Packers. He's rooting for fucking Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, but the, Atlanta's got a nice, cute what are you underdog. Tell me that Desmond Ritter's better than Baker Mayfield. Can we go to that game? Because I have a perfect analogy on Atlanta. Can we? Can we go there yet? Or no? let's go there. Uh, I mean, if you really want to go there, we can go. We got to go there at some okay. point. The Atlanta Falcons headed to Carolina to play the Panthers. Carolina only had one win before this game, but came out of it with two as uh, Carolina defeats the Atlanta Falcons 9-7. to seven. Um, Atlanta falls to 6-8 and eight and third in the NFC South. I asked you on Friday, what if? I, I, pick, I pick the now, Falcons. At this point, does Arthur Smith deserve to lose his fucking job? No. Hold on. I want to touch that. But first, I asked you what Go if. Ahead. What if now? What if? What, do you, what are you thinking at this point? Okay. This is what I'm thinking. It's not looking great. <laughs> right? It's, it's not looking great. But, 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 they play, the, the Falcons play Indianapolis this week. Loss. You're shook okay? right now. Hold Loss. On. I don't think they're going to beat Indianapolis. But hypothetically, let's say they somehow that's another huge. There's so many huge, huge games, mid-level games. All right, like, I've never seen a, a, a slate at the end of the year with so many huge fucking games between teams you didn't think would be playing in huge games. That's a huge game. Okay, Christmas Eve, 
in Atlanta. Loss. You're the big you're the big home field advantage guy Loss. in Atlanta against Indy. If they can win that game. I don't know if I would pick them to win it right now if they win it. The following week they play Chicago, okay? Loss. And then if New Orleans beats Tampa week 18, Atlanta will be playing at the Superdome to win the division. I see three losses. I see them losing in Chicago. I see them losing this weekend. This is the one they need. They need this game against the Colts. It's the most winnable of the three games, in my opinion. No, see, I just listen. You got to remember, they won at against the Jets at New York. Okay, they've won at they won at Tampa Bay and then lost the Tampa Bay game at home by four points. It's not. It's awful. It's dog shit, but it's dog shit with a hint of hope. They have because go, they win they games they shouldn't. Chicago. They're losing in Chicago. Yes. They're losing in Chicago. I don't think they're losing in Chicago. Oh, I do. I don't. I don't. They're not going to be ready for that cold. Okay, so right here, right now, do you think Atlanta still wins the division? No. I don't. But I'm still hopeful. Simple enough. I'm not going to press you any further. Um, On what you said? Arthur Smith is starting to have that fucking dumbfounded, dumb fuck look on his face. It's almost like, hey, he's starting to lose these guys. Yeah. Matt scared. He, he's got that. Oh, he never had him to he's lose. Got that, oh yeah, I don't, I, we're, no, we I don't, might I make a change of quarterback look on his face. Yeah. They're going. They're going I back mean, to. What are we going back to? Heineke. Them guys around. That ain't going to help. Can it's, I ask it's you a sign something? You have a team. I got a good analogy. When you guys are done here, Desmond. I don't think Desmond Ritter was the reason why they lost this game. I really don't. I watched him throw a fucking horrible pick. Okay. Where he pick, looked like Michael Jordan and then he just the threw The pick was ball. really bad. The pick was really bad and the pick was really embarrassing. But I don't think he was the reason why they lost this game. I think, again, and if you guys will quote me on this, I have gone back to the exact same issues with Atlanta all year. Tyler Algier had 14 runs for 45 yards. B. John Robinson, your first overall pick. The guy who we all said all offseason should have been the lock for rookie of the year. The guy who was supposed to come to Atlanta and revitalize them got seven carries. Okay, can I tell you what the Atlanta Falcons are right now? Of course. It's a fitting analogy. It's a, it's a bird analogy. The Atlanta Falcons are a plane. They're a brand new 747. They got all the bells and whistles, nice engines. There's TVs and all the all the screens in in Drake London and Bijan Robinson and Algier. Don't forget and, about Johnu Smith. It's got a great engine and Johnu Smith and another engine on the other side and Kyle Pitts. Oh, it's got the God, defense. It's 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 good. But the problem is you need a pilot to fly these planes. And their pilot it's is is Desmond Trump. Ritter. It's it's Muhammad Atta. And what happens when you have Mohamed Atta flying the planes is they crash and burn into the fucking towers. And Mike Smith is Osama bin Laden, who's just sitting there from afar laughing. They need they need a pilot. They need a pilot. They they really need a serviceable quarterback to utilize those weapons because they could be something. I don't think the combination of whoever the fuck is at quarterback right now <laughs> with Mike Smith is going anywhere. But I think this is this becomes if you fire Mike Smith, this Arthur becomes Smith. what Arthur Smith. Mike Smith was the old Falcons the old coach. Falcon coach. If you fire FedEx Arthur Smith, who's a billionaire in his own right, his dad founded FedEx. If you fire Arthur Smith, this becomes a top three job in my opinion. Agree. 
because you 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 got a shot. They need to finish low, but if not, trade an asset. Go get into the top ten and get a quarterback. Go get fucking Caleb Williams. Go get May. Go try and take a shot at Michael Penix. Whoever, go get a quarterback that can take the keys to this car, the plane, excuse me, and steer it away from the towers and get it up to thirty thousand feet cruising altitude. That's what you need right now as a quarterback, and you need a coach to go with it too. I think this could be a great job. The pieces are there. The signs are there. But right now they just don't, they, they're not going anywhere without a quarterback, and it's not Desmond Ritter. Hold on now. There's one human being on earth who's a bigger Taylor Heineke fan than anyone else, and he just happens to be sitting down here. And he's in this room. <laughs> you, It's very well documented how no much you like Heineke. But it's very well they documented. They have no faith in him. It's very well documented how much you love Heineke. I like Heineke. You don't think a Heineke versus Gardner Minshew matchup, you don't think Heineke has a chance. Is he playing? They haven't decided yet. They've already clipped his wings. No. They they clipped his wings. He has... He knows they have no faith in him. They are. He, he basically knows he's gone after this year. He came out today and said that they were undecided on who was going to start this week. There you go. Here's here's you the go. problem with the That's Heineke the versus Gardner Minshew matchup, is the re- same reason you hate you hate Cleveland and Tampa. It's the same drill with me with the Colts. But someone's got to win, and the Colts are winning the games. And Gardner Minshew's they're like they're act. The Colts are actually playing good ball against yes. bad teams. So if the Colts, oh, that's another coach of the year candidate is is uh, Steichen, Shane yeah, Steichen. Right. If they fucking pull the division out of their ass, done, no brainer. They're winning the. Yeah. He's winning coach of the year. But I, it's not. It's it's not Heineke, and it's not Desmond Ritter. It's just not. It's not going to happen. You can't do as much with those guys. You just you just can't do the things that they need those guys to do. Yeah. And then Mike's you couple you throw in fucking Arthur Smith's play calling, boo, done. Twin Towers, nine eleven, crash, burn. We're we're done. It's over. I nah. think they have a shot. I'm with you. They have to beat the Colts. If they if they don't beat, beat the Colts, they're gonna. Have, they, I I already think they don't have any shot to go into Chicago in the cold and fucking beat a, a high Chicago does. team. Heineke does. I don't think I Yeah, because Heineke's do. played up north, so yeah, I, knew I, I don't have a problem. Heineke does. Ritter, Ritter's, hey, Ritter, Ritter played in Cincinnati, dude. Listen to me. Okay. I, I, in college. Can I concede something to you guys now? Desmond Ritter is dog shit. Okay. okay. I'm ready to concede. At least you've been Desmond it. Ritter is dog shit. But you want to know what? He's the do- he's the pile of dog shit that the sun's hitting it just at the right angle that I don't want to pick it up and throw it in the garbage can yet. There's something yeah, artistic they're, about they're that pile. They're still in the division. They still have a shot at it. Like we that that's just a nice pretty piece of dog shit still. But it's still dog shit. Anyways, we spent way too much time on a 7 and 9 game. 6 to 9, whatever the fuck it was. The New York Jets headed down to South Beach to play the Miami Dolphins in a game that meant everything for Uncle Sam. They're officially eliminated. In a game that meant everything for Aaron Rodgers and the egomaniac that he is, being the fastest player to ever recover from destroying his leg. Everything. This game meant everything to the Jets. And they came in and got their asshole popped by a Dolphins team without Tariq Hill, 30-0, to officially eliminating the Jets from playoff contention, officially ending Aaron Rodgers' year, and officially tearing Uncle Sam's heart out through. No, wait, he might still play, right, Aaron Rodgers? They're saying I, I it's, don't see any... quote, unquote, extremely unlikely he comes back now. Because there's real... Now... If they would have won this game, I truly think he would have came back. There's really no fucking reason for him to come back. What, I just to say he did? Anyway. 
He'll be back next year. I think yeah. he's not going to come back because of the way things stand there right now. I, I mean, think it's bad. Just so bad. I think it's actually. I think he's the the locker room is gone. Trevor Seaman said that a month ago. I think the locker room's completely gone. They made a, a, a mess of the the concussion protocol with uh, with Zach Wilson yesterday, and um, I just think that it's things are bad there. I just think I don't know why you'd want to walk back. Bakmu Bob's. Well, I have this took the words out of my year. mouth. I think he's out. You're a big Amu Bob guy. Is yeah. Amu Bob? I think he's a great coach, but like I, like I said, if you compare him and Stefanski, Stefanski's had the same problems and some, and hasn't bitched, and his his team's right there in the thick of it. And then like, look at the Colts. Look at Shane Steichen. I know they play a harder schedule and an easier division, but same drill. The Colts could win their division with way more injuries on offense. Yeah, and and I think that. It's hard. Like I love Bob Sala. I, I think he. Coach. I think he's done. I can tell his players love him. I could. I think it'd be a mistake to fire him. But I could see that the locker room is and gone. I could see it. Time as Dan Campbell. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What? He's had just as much time as Dan Campbell. True. Now it's true. Yeah, I can't make excuses for him. You have a guy in Delvin Cook, who I mean, we talked ad nauseum. About Dalvin Cook getting signed this offseason. Cook watch. He got 60, he's gotten 67 carries so far this year. 67 carries. On a team where the quarterback play has been so atrocious that it's been a, just a carousel of different guys. You know, I, I don't Brees think, Hall. At this point, I don't think you could blame the, the quarterback situation on it. No. I, I blame the coordinator. Brees Hall. I, I think Hackett is absolute dog that shit. That guy fucking sucks. Brees Hall. Sean Payton was right. Sean Payton was right. Brees Hall got six carries yesterday. Yeah. In a game where Trevor Seaman had to come into the game to finish yeah. out. You gave Brees Hall the ball six times. Yeah. Garrett well, Wilson. That's, that's the offensive play calling, no? They threw the ball 37 times. Garrett Wilson was targeted four. It's 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 the it's the staff. Like that all that points to the staff. You've got that's you've got, your offensive yeah. coordinator. You have a perfect out because Hackett got body bagged, and it was a whole narrative in yeah. the season. Like, get rid of the fucking guy. He's clearly the problem. You're a defensive guy. Selfishly, I hope Bob Sala gets fired because at some point Aaron Glenn is going to leave. He is going to take a head coaching job, and I love Aaron Glenn no matter how much everyone fucking hates him. And I want Bob Sala to come in to be my defensive coordinator because he's really good at that. You know, his defense is still there. They just gave up I don't. on him. They no, I'd rather up. have than him. A D coordinator? Yeah. Tell me. The guy in Cleveland I'd rather have than him. Who? Oh, Jim Schwartz ain't coming back here, my guy. That was uh that was hey, a very sour was... firing when that yeah, happened. I hey, can I can I say I, I don't think he deserved it at all. You're you are I'm just letting you know, and I, I I'll forever I'm never gonna back off of this now. You are the biggest hypocrite. I've ever met because because now that Aaron Rodgers is out for the year, you're like, oh yeah, no, you don't want the Jets anymore. And now the Eagles have let you down a little Listen, bit I, and brought I Patricia in. Jets, now, I wish the Jets would have won now, that fucking all game. We're gonna to hear now, you. All we're going to hear now, all we're going to hear now is Joe Flacco and fucking Jim Shorts and the fucking Cleveland Browns. That's that's the new that's the new fucking the new dick razor. The new yeah, hotness. That's the new fucking Let's cock say, razor. I already. Jalen Waddle. I, I guess you're right. Go ahead. I know I'm right. Yeah, you think you're right. Let's right. Go, let's go to Miami. Right. Jalen Waddle, eight for one forty-two and a touchdown. Uh, Durham Smythe, four for thirty-two. Raheem Mostert, fifteen for forty-two and two touchdowns. 
Devin Achan, 9 for 32. Tua, 21 for 24, 224 yards and a touchdown. Mike White came in to finish it off because Miami just – I think Miami took it off the gas at halftime. So, they did. So, I still haven't seen – I want you to be right about Miami because they're sexy and they're fun and I love what they have. This game doesn't count. Their next three fucking count. Oh, yeah, 100%. Their next three count. They have, That's why Tariq sat yesterday – uh, it's a, there's a there's a whole it's, cornucopia of Dallas, fucked. Baltimore, and, and Buffalo. Yeah, and Buffalo is now like very much in the thick of it. Oh yeah. So the next three, they play Dallas at home this week in Miami. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Baltimore. Then they go they play Buffalo at home week eighteen. And I so, see them possibly losing all three of those. So I don't he, see them and losing here's, one. Of them. And here's the Bills. The Bills go to San Diego or L.A. this week. Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots game is at home. Regardless, they play the Patriots. I don't know where it is. I don't think it well, fucking matters. You know what that means, right? They got to go to New England. Well, didn't they? No, I think they beat the Patriots beat them at home, didn't they, the first time? Regardless. Yeah. Their next three are at the Chargers, at home against Miami, and, and then, then or at home against New England, and, and then, then at uh, Miami. And then at Miami. Yeah. So it's going to – I I disagree with you because I think Miami's losing at least one of the next – They're going to lose to Dallas. Miami will probably lose to Dallas. They're going to lose one of the next two. And if they do, and then the Bills take care of business in their next two, that game is for the division. Right. Week 18 is for the division. At Buffalo. That's for 10 and 6, no. I think, or for – In le- Miami. That's oh, for uh, Miami. That's for 10 and uh, – or I'm sorry, that's for that should be a for 11 right. and 6 for both of those teams. They're not going to lose to Buffalo twice. I see Miami possibly yeah. leaving, losing all three of those. Listen, if if my point being, I'm with you. I don't I don't want you to think I'm against you. I want Miami to be good, I, really bad. I love their jerseys. I love their quarterback. I love their coach. I love Tyreek Hill. I love everything about Miami. But I, I like need Dan to Marino. See I need to fucking see it. And if if Miami, this is shit or get off the pot. These three games dictate everything for them. You, you want to know something? That matchup. Okay, the matchup the with matchup. no the matchup with Miami Baltimore. The more I've been thinking about that game, the more and more I like Miami in the matchup with Baltimore. Other than the Buffalo Bills, nobody wants to win the AFC right now. Nobody wants to be the top no, dog in the I AFC. Know that. They're the well, only ones sleeping on. So the so they could do. They could be that team. They could be the team that matches up with Baltimore, and they could be the team that takes it if they want. That's up to them. They've got. They've got to win that. They have to. They've got to beat Baltimore. That the Dallas game to me wouldn't bother me if Miami lost. The Baltimore game is the game. They got to win two games in general. Yes. Yeah, they need two. They have to win two games, and I think they might only get one. They have an opportunity to lose all three of those easily. Yeah. I'm, they don't get their shit together. I'd, I'd pick against them in all three What do you mean games. if they don't get their shit together? Well, they got to get their shit together. They what had an easy win yesterday. Together? They had a team that fucking laid down yesterday. Well, yes, and you have to remember, they decided okay. to sit Tariq Hill an hour before the game. Right. To get him help. And they had a team that laid down. To sit Tariq. They, gave, they gave him the decision. I mean, Go ahead. What, what shit do they have to get together? No, they got a, they had a team lay down yesterday. That I, was I'm, not I'm a jet, jet performance. Most of their wins are lay down wins. No, that yeah. was exactly that what a jet performance. They're not a good team because I think the yeah. Dolphins have a chance to fucking. I didn't win say the they were thing. a bad team. All I all I'm saying is they. I want to see it. I think they got. I want to see it going into this the playoffs. This is their gauntlet right here. Yeah, 
I want I want to see you win two of these games. Yeah. I don't even need to see you beat Buffalo. I want to see you win the next two, and I'm like, all right, hey, you can win the AFC. You want to know what's going to be real intriguing right now? Is he's going to sit there and say how the Jets laid down and like you know they did Miami Miami's you, you is told, what it you is. Told me and they need to that get that their shit together. Yesterday was your typical Jet performance. Well, it was not. No, no, no. Because I know what you're going to do dog here. Shit. The Kansas they City were dog Chiefs shit yesterday. The Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, he's setting you up. Who right went now. to Gillette Stadium to play the New England Patriots yesterday? Uh, came out with a win, 27-17. Wasn't as close as the score against Bailey Zappi. And the ghost of Zeke Elliott and Hunter Henry. But the Chiefs came out with a win, and the road to the Super Bowl still goes through Arrowhead. It does. <laughs> I think they're the two right now. Fuck. It's the truth. They go through, they go, it goes through Arrowhead. Did you, did you watch the game, though? Yeah, hold, yeah. hold on. Somebody who watches the games, okay? What about this game led you to believe that this Chiefs team is on a level with... Right now, today, if they played Baltimore, the Chiefs would lose. If they played Miami, the Chiefs would lose. If they played Buffalo, the Chiefs would lose. Every single one of your big big teams in the AFC right now, the Chiefs would lose. I don't know about that. <laughs> Who do they beat? They got Pat Mahomes. I don't dude, I don't want to hear it anymore. Dude, he looks so he looked fucking awful. defeated. He oh, looks, he looks so defeated right now. He looks oh, so they? checked out. Yeah, no, they, the, they won easily. They, they won easily. They didn't win one, easy. They, they didn't. They had to work for it. There's one person that looks more checked out than Pat Mahomes. Travis Kelsey. It's Travis Kelsey. Travis he's the Kelsey. only one that looks That's more checked out. That's because he's thinking out. about all the millions he's going to make when he fucking marries You're Taylor, right. Taylor Swift. You're exactly right. don't give right. a fuck about football He's thinking about anymore. the ring and how he's going to yeah. give it to her on New Year's Eve. You're exactly right. Regardless... Mahomes looks defeated. He's like a big sellout. Mahomes was Pfizer boy himself after Tony dropped another fucking ball yesterday. Mahomes is like, how did that guy? How was he still in the league? <laughs> yeah. How I'm was Kadarius Tony? I'm with still you. Still get a paycheck from an NFL team. So on on top of that, Mahomes' passer rating is now the lowest of his career. He's got no receivers. His top pass catching threat is 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 not he Jerick out. McKinnon. Uh, well, yeah, McKin- he played well. Jerick McKinnon or. Uh, Jarek uh, McKinnon had a Clyde, touchdown pass. Clyde Edwards Ewer played really well yesterday. 13 yeah. for 37. But I'm saying, uh, I mean, then, who's his most reliable guy right it's, now it's, outside Kelsey? It's Kelsey. It's Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, that's, and I think that's saying a, a running lot. back is your top receiving threat outside your tight end. I think it's saying a lot. And they're, they're, they look more like Mahomes looks more defeated by the week. I think that's why you're seeing a side of him you've never seen. Like I, the I, bitching you know about what? The I don't officials. think you have to worry about it. This, this will push these guys through. They're going to be there right at the end. They didn't, Come on, they didn't They're going to be there right at the end. They Who do they play next? Yesterday. Who do they play next? doesn't matter. They're going to win their division. The, I know the Raiders you are know, at the end. I think they have Raiders. They might have the Chargers again. Okay. They right. play the Raiders, Cincinnati, and the Chargers. There you go. And I'll bet my fucking bottom fucking dollar Cincinnati they lose to Cincinnati. Cincinnati beat. They will they lose win. to Cincinnati. It's, 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 at, at, Arrowhead. it's at Arrowhead. It's at Arrowhead. It's, it's and Jake Brown. But it's what at Arrowhead. Listen, Pat, Pat Mahomes is going to win out. Good. They're going to have first place and because Baltimore's going to lose. Let me tell you. They're going to slide into that one seed. Let me tell you why. They're going to be the three seed. goes through Kansas City. Let me tell you why I at least like Cincinnati this weekend. Because the teams that beat or fare well against the Chiefs, like the Lions in week one, for example, are the teams that let the run do the talking, which is the Bengals. The Bengals let Mixon do everything at the moment, and that they don't put their quarterback in bad situations. 
And if he can, I, regard, I mean, I don't even know if Jamar Chase is going to play. He ended up in street clothes yesterday, regardless, or on Saturday, regardless of if Jamar Chase plays or not. If he can dink and, dink and dunk his way through the Chiefs defense, I don't trust Mahomes playing from behind the way things stand right now. On paper, 100%. They're better. They're more talented. They're at Arrowhead. They should win. On paper. On paper. But I just see, like, that game wasn't as close as the score yesterday. They needed some bad Bailey Zappi Here's picks. the thing. They're still going to win their division, period. So yeah. they're going to get home. They're at least getting the first round home field. Yeah. So guess what? After that, everything else after that is house money. Okay, so here's my problem. You know who the Chiefs look like to me right now? They look like Brady in that last year in New England. Yep. That's what they look like, where everyone was Wheels saying the same thing. Off. Everyone was saying the same thing. Oh, well, he's got to play on wild card weekend, but it's okay. They still got to come to Foxborough. Well, fucking Mike Vrabel went into Foxborough and shit-pumped him. Hey. And I think if they get a bad draw, like if they get a hot Bengals team, who who would you take? First round of the playoffs at the Bang or if the Browns went Eddie in Rose at home. If the Browns went into Kansas City and drew and drew the, the Chiefs week one, two versus seven, who would you take? Uh I just I just think Kansas City has the most experience. There's the cop out. There's the cop out. Not a, it's not a cop. Book who, it. Who would you book take? it? Who'd he you won't take? pick it because oh, okay. there's a the cop out. Uh, what did I just say? You're I'm saying, gonna so take Kansas City. Patty Mahomes right? is the most experienced. Bullshit. Right right now, if I were picking that, that team game. Has the most experience out of any other team in the AFC. But it, it doesn't matter. Maybe Buffalo. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to worry about Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. If I were picking that game right now, today, I would probably, gun to my head, but gun to my head, I would probably pick Cleveland right now, today. Chiefs have three weeks to rectify that. They have three weeks to prove what, what they're capable of. But they look bad. It looks like it's getting worse. Pat, Patty and Mahomes defeated. Pull this out this year with as shitty as they've been and make it to the fucking AFC championship game. He's got my respect. And I've never been a Pat Mahomes guy. My, ever. My you know brother what, my brother in Christ, if they win the first fucking the way they're playing, yeah. if they win the first round game, he has yeah. my respect. The way yeah. things have gone there right now. Because they look bad. I agree. And they look he looks, I'm telling you. Look, next time he's on TV, next time you see him, you could just see it in his eye. He just looks defeated. Yeah. yeah. He looks like there's an issue. Yeah, he's, there's, beside the Tourette's, he's got a lot. Anyway. Listen to me. You're, 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 you don't even make sense sometimes. In what? Move on to the next game, asshole. In what world? In what world? Being the guy who says, I watch the games. I do. I see what I see. I do. And then you turn your back on what you see. And then just go to oh well, Pat Mahomes is the most experienced. Right now, if if the Buff if Buffalo gets a wild card spot and has to play Kansas City, they're trouncing them. It's not even a fucking game. Okay, say what you want to say. Till you play the games, you don't know. But but see, you can't you can't you jump you play jump rope when it comes to this. Shit. I play jump rope. Yes, because you say nobody plays jump rope as much as you. No, you right? sit there and New England, say New England, New England. For a fucking decade, then all of a sudden, oh, I'm not talking about what my team is. I'm talking about what you use to describe games. Because you sit there and say, I saw what I saw on the field, and I know what I know. Yep. But if you know what you know and you saw what you saw, this Kansas City Chiefs team is a shell of themselves. Okay. But the road to Arrowhead still goes through Kansas City. Of course it does. <laughs> The New York Giants headed down to the Superdome to play the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are now 7-7 seven and seven and second in the NFC South. Well, DeVito Magic 
gets injured, goes out, and that's the end of that. That's the they end were of that looking like shit before he got injured, though. They did, yeah. Tyrod Taylor had to come in and relieve. That's the end of that veal cutlet. <laughs> Chicken cutlets. Whatever. Derek Carr, 23 for 28, three touchdown passes in this game. Glad I don't have to see him or his parents anymore. Go ahead. Tommy DeVito, 20 for 34. We're Italian. I don't understand why, why you wouldn't support Tommy DeVito. Because it's a feel-good story, and he doesn't like You don't have to feel, feel good, good about it. Not all Italian stories have a happy ending. You know that. Well, this one is a happy ending. He got his little fucking 15 minutes of fame. God bless him. Now go out and open your own little fucking chicken stand and sell chicken. DeVito's cutlets. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 9 for 14 in this game. Wow. Alvin Kamara, 16 for 66. Darius Slayton, 4 for 63. Darren Waller, 4 for 40. Alvin Kamara, 44 yards receiving. Jawan Johnson, 2 for 38 and a touchdown. Um, no Chris Olave. No Chris Olave. It, and it showed. Well, listen to me. It, I, um, how'd the Giants do what they did for a couple weeks and then just come out and fucking... Well, you, you nailed it. Get, get, read us Saquon's line real quick one more time. Uh, nine for eleven. Nine for fourteen. Yeah, that's the there problem. You go. If you that's can't, they, they go as they if they effectively run the ball well. It's that's what all, their good. offensive line was not good yesterday. They yeah. were bad, dude. And I think this game says more about the Giants than it does about the the Same. Saints. That being said, I don't like. Do I think Tommy DeVito some world beater? No, but they had a lot better in the tank than what they gave yesterday. They just they just were bad. But they're getting Waller back this week. I think that's helpful. I'm excited to see whoever it is, Tyrod or DeVito with Waller. Um, Waller played he, in this game. Oh, Waller did play in this game. He was four for forty on six targets. Oh, my bad. Game. But I just don't get how they did it, and then it just because they had it. They listen. The, they the went on the road thing, to a man. to a tough place to win, dude. It is not easy to go down no, to it's not. New Orleans and win. Go it's to the not. Super. It's Dome. one of the hardest places to play. Can't got to um, keep that in mind. But yeah, they're not or- that good of a team. The Giants aren't that good of a team. So. New Orleans stays right there in stride. Uh, records tied with Tampa at the moment. So that NFC South might end up being the best this, this division to watch play out. Dude, the worst competitive the one. There's a bunch of mid shitty bad teams and and we look at them on paper it's because everyone's got a fucking backup quarterback right now. Correct. That's why everyone has a backup quarterback. So you're thinking a team that's like no sex, no sex, no sex. But someone's going to get in. So someone 100%. in the so- NFC South's got to get in. Someone in the AFC East or excuse me not AFC East but AFC South and AFC North they're going to get in. Next up. Precious. The Los Angeles Rams hosted the Washington Commanders at SoFi Stadium. Washington falls to the bottom of the NFC East after this loss. They're now 4-10. The Rams, as we said earlier, right there in NFC wildcard contention. The Rams win this game 28-20. Washington made it interesting there at the end with 13 fourth quarter points, but ultimately this one was decided pretty early on. was fucking over before then. Garbage time fucking scorer. Jacoby Brissett came in in relief and had two touchdown passes in this game. He was 8 for 10 for 124, a QBR of 158. And it's miraculous how Terry McLaurin, who's done nothing but dog shit all year, as soon as Brissett comes in, this guy has a fucking best game of his 
fucking well, that's, year. That's the problem. They just need a whole new identity on both sides of the ball. I saw a clip of, first things first, I almost got butt-fucked by Cooper Cup, and I would have been devastated because the fucking commanders don't know. They drafted a corner with their first pick, and Deontay Banks was sitting there watching Cooper Cup burn the shit out of them. He was sitting on the sideline. What are you doing, Ron Rivera? Get you guys some reps. Coach them. Coach your players. Anyways. You know, carries out the fucking door, dude. Now I'm starting. To, now I'm starting to wonder if uh, is Sam Howell the guy? That's what people are saying. Yeah, I I can't go by what's happened this year. Yeah, because really. because it's just a it's a wash year. Yeah, like, how would you why would you take reps away from Sam Howell? I didn't understand that, that either. Why why, why would you do bench that? him? Doesn't like, make any sense. And, and doing, they're talking about dude. making a quarterback Let change. Play it out. What are you dude. doing? Just that's that's what happens when you leave a lame duck regime in. Is you get shit like that. Well, guess what? Magic Johnson was in the fucking building yesterday, and he wasn't happy. He wasn't Sorry. happy. No, and I wouldn't have been happy either. I mean, who? Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, who gives a shit what Magic Johnson thinks? He owns the team. He's, He's part of the ownership owner. group. He's that, part of the ownership group. Yeah, he gets to say. It's more than him. He gets to say. Yeah, I'm sure they all listen to him. Josh Harris is going to bend the ear to Magic Johnson for one reason only. He beat AIDS. He beat AIDS. He's an AIDS survivor. Anyway. Um, do, so are you guys bought into the fact that the Rams are a real, like, They're good, dude. a real They're threat? Good. They're a, at this point, if you look at them offensively, defensively, and special teams, they're starting to play at a complete level, and I like that about them. So I think good is a strong word. I don't think they're, like, crazy world-beating good. No, I'm not saying they're elite, but they're a good team. And I don't like the defense as much as you do, but you know what storyline is making waves is that they're probably going to finish sixth, and the Lions are probably going to finish third, and you're probably going to get Stafford coming to Ford Field for the playoffs. And I don't lo- like out of all those teams, they're the team I want to play based on right now. They're the team I want to play the least because they're hot offensively. That's all it is. I think they're beating bad teams, number one, except for, I mean, maybe Cleveland. That was an okay the last win. two weeks. They've had this rookie tight ends, really. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he's I can't good. either. But man, this, this kid's a baller. That he's a fucking said, baller. That being said, on the Rams, like, I, they're not putting away any of these teams. They're beating, their schedule just shaped up really nicely. They're beating a bunch of bad teams. Listen, that, that running back they got, that kid is good. Kieran Williams is very good. Kieran Williams good. is, I mean, he's, he's better been, than I Puka thought. Nakua he is he very has been good. on a fucking tear. I saw Puka Nakua drop a ball yesterday, and I had to, like, brush my eyes. I was like, he, that guy has dropped. That actually just happened. Yeah. He's fucking good. I mean, Cooper Cup is, is defensively, he wasn't guarded that Ernest Jones but. guy is a fucking beast, mm-hmm. dude. No, that guy's all over the field. They drafted some studs defensively. There, what's yeah. the safety? What the one of the safeties looks really good, and I um, no, I'm not crazy bought in on the Rams. But again, that's the theme of the day: is someone's gonna get in. Someone's Listen, they, these they got someone's their gonna defense get in. is full of rookies right now. You don't even know who half these guys are. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of it's kind of odd because the Rams do have a little bit of promise going. Like into the in the next year. Listen, it, go back, go back Quentin to Lake the end of last safety. year to this Quentin year. Right now, yeah. when Baker Mayfield was there, I don't think anybody would expect the Rams to be where they're at right now. Am I wrong on that or no? no. I mean, because at this point, we didn't know if fucking Matt Stafford was even going to play this year. No, I thought this team would be one of the worst teams in football yeah. this year. Yeah, I thought they'd be a bottom ten team. Hey, and guess what? They came they're, out hot. They're about to fucking kick a hole in the playoffs here. Can I ask you something? Sure. If the Rams played the Chiefs right now, who do you think would win? If the Rams played the Chiefs, where is it at? 
Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Right now, I would say probably the Rams would beat them. Does anyone beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead in January? Is there any in January? How about at the end of January? No. January in general. It's cold. It's cold there. Not right when now. it's cold there. No. You don't think any team beats the Chiefs at Arrowhead? No, I don't. Especially listen. I I thought they did a great job yesterday. You know, we're missing a fact that one of their key components did not play yesterday. Isaiah Pacheco. We're going to call that a key. What do you think? I think if Isaiah Pacheco's in that ball game, it's a little different. What do you think of the Rams? I think they're dog shit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Again, it all goes back to the same thing. It's it's on the brink. It's on the fucking brink. They're living on Kieran Williams because okay, we, when he was dead, it didn't matter. Listen to me. I think Stafford's kind of balling right now. They're playing bad teams. They're, they're balling. They're, they're playing, playing balling. dog shit. Kieran, I mean, Jesus Christ. Kieran Williams is 27 for 152 again. He's averaging five yards, five and a half yards per carry on with 30 carries. With 30 fucking carries. I, I'd like Dan Campbell to, to really sit there and think about that. Go ahead. Anyways, moving on from that dog shit game. That's what David Montgomery should be doing, 30 carries. Next up, the San Francisco 49ers headed down to the desert to play the Arizona Cardinals. San Francisco comes out on top in this one, 45-29. to 29. San Francisco holding on to that one seed at 11-3. Arizona now 3-11. This game, the score of this game was closer than I expected. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah, the, they had to work for it in the second half. They had to work for it. They, that, I will say this. Oh, I think it was 21-13 at one point, right? Hold on. It was 21. Yeah, was, but... 14 right to before the half, I don't know if you guys seen that, but right before the half, there was a fumble return for a touchdown on a kickoff. They were trying to say that the guy's fucking forearm touched the ground, so they called it back. That would have put that game at a one-point game right there. And I think that's what turned the tides for San Francisco, and they wound up getting a little momentum on that. Otherwise, I think that game would have been even closer than what you've seen. Christian McCaffrey, 18 for 115 yards and a touchdown. He also had five receptions for 72 yards and two touchdowns through the air. That is the second time this year he has had a three-touchdown game against Arizona. Obviously, they just don't really have an answer for him there. You know who really hates Arizona? Go ahead. Brock Purdy, 16 for 25, 242 yards, four touchdowns, QBR of 135. And you know what? Sam Darnold got in this game. Yes. Finally, two for three for 20 yards out of Sam Darnold. Um, George Kittle, two for 54. Debo Samuel, four for 48 and two touchdowns. As far as the Cardinals go, Kyler Murray, 26 for 39, 211 yards, a touchdown, two picks. QBR of 66. James Conner, 14 for 86 and a touchdown. DeMarcado, four for 65 and a touchdown. Trey McBride, 10 for 102. Elijah Higgins, had the touchdown reception for the Cardinals. He was four for 44. Real quick before we go on to the to the fuck fest that is San Francisco, Trey McBride is really good. Yeah, he is. Trey McBride is really Credit where really credit's good. due. Uncle Sam called that one. Trey McBride is good at football. As far as this goes, um, go ahead. You don't want to. You don't feel like. You don't feel like choosing violence today and talking shit about how Sam Donald should just play the whole game and 
the outcome would have been the same? Well, obviously, they thought Purdy was okay. You know, I thought that was a bullshit call that they they gave them an automatic first down on that hit on Purdy. I think if you're a runner, you subject yourself to hits. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they threw a flag on that play. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Brock Purdy's really fucking good. <clears throat> he was a runner. He was a runner. Guys, he took a hit as a runner. You need to fuck off with the getting him near the head or the shoulders. What the fuck is that, dude? The, the first touchdown to Debo, the the just the the throws that he's making at this point, like the throws. I don't know where that this throw at the sidelines that he threw to him was nice. That was sweet, dude. I don't know where he this barely kid's... fit that in there. He's a he's a seventh round end of the like he wasn't good in college, and the the confidence on some of the throws that he makes, like. The the wind like I don't think anybody's throwing and currently right now today I don't think anyone's He's throwing a, five a ball. Year player in college. Yeah, but he wasn't making those throws in college. I don't know if well, anyone's I mean, making it, throws uh, in tight windows like he is. There at uh, what you call it, Iowa State. Iowa State. Yeah, he hates I mean, the, the Cardinals for not picking him. I don't blame him. It's his hometown it's team. What it is? And it's what um, it is? Damn, the guy, the guy just gets, like, every week, like, he's just doing crazy fucking shit. And yeah. when was the last time a quarterback led in every stat? When was the last time that happened? That can't happen very often. Dan Marino. Um, yeah, so 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. The guy's fucking good. And then McCaffrey, like. He's otherworldly. The, the one the, the, the one was busted coverage, the one way down there. Where yeah, because he caught that ball, fell down, and got up and still ran. Yeah, it was busted yeah. coverage, but the the runs, like, he's just, like, he, I don't, I'd, I'd love to see them like play I a said, good defense. Like I said, if you watch McCaffrey run, the guys that are trying to make tackles on him are your safeties. I, yeah. I mean, when that's going on, you got to give – you got to buy – Champagne across the board for that offensive line because mm-hmm. this motherfucker's not getting touched. They're going to be a very so tough. So he's at out. the third level. They're going to be a very tough out. You need to have a yeah. good defensive line. You need to be really good against the run, and you, you got to be play, able to protect your quarterback. Got to be able to protect your quarterback offense. But you got you got to you got to play clean. <laughs> if you want to beat San Francisco, you got to be play a clean game. I mean, yeah. you can't give them free penalties. You got to be able to tackle. You know, like you can't bust I, your I coverage. I did notice something yesterday about that game. I don't know if you know it or not. Oh. James Conner was fucking busting it, dude. Yeah. So Dimmercado. that motherfucker was busting. had busted he, that he one too. play. Yeah. They you know what were. happened with that? Fred Warner just took a bad angle on him mm-hmm. and missed him. And as soon as he missed him, that kid was gone. Next up, the Dallas Cowboys headed up to Buffalo to play the Bills. Dallas was 10-3 and before this and tied for the NFC East Championship. They're now 10-4. and Buffalo, 8-6, and right back in at second in the AFC East. And firmly in the wild in wild card contention, um, this game was ugly and it got ugly fast. And it was twenty one to three at the half, and then after the third quarter, it was twenty four to three. And then Dallas stole a touchdown, a garbage time touchdown late. But either way, um, my God, what happened? I think Josh, this game was a fluke, personally. You want stat line for Josh Allen: seven for 15, 94 yards, and a touchdown. His quote was, "I feel like this was the group project in college, and I didn't do anything and still got an A." That was Josh Allen's quote after the game. And I Josh, Josh Allen is the biggest fucking cunt I've ever seen. Okay, dude, whatever. What do you mean, whatever? 
He's the biggest flop. Go to the Super Bowl goes through Arrowhead. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm going to tell you right now. What I've seen out of these roughing the passer calls, and, and then you got Dak Prescott sliding to the fucking ground, throwing his hands up in the air before he's even fucking down on a guy that comes down on him, and they're throwing a flag on that. The guy didn't even touch him. He didn't even touch him. He barely fucking touched him. And then they get up, and they're throwing punches. And then the play that Dak Prescott does get finger-fucked on, they don't throw a flag. So you tell me what is roughing the passer and what isn't roughing the passer. Because guess what? That roughing the passer that was on Josh Allen was before they scored that second touchdown. That was a third-down play. That would have been a 10 nothing ball game. And I th still think that Dallas would have had a shot to fucking be in that game. But being oh, that happened, they gave it to him first and goal. Whatever, Jesus Christ. It is what it is. Fucking first and goal at the fucking five-yard line. There you go. That's ball game right there. Because as soon as that fucking happens, that they score the touchdown, they get all the momentum, they're up 14 to nothing, and they got all the momentum in their, their way already. Or how about the fact that Dallas couldn't stop the fucking yeah, run to save their life? And well, this James was afterward. Cook had their coming This was afterward. Oh, come on, dude. It's one call. Oh, come on, it's dude. It's one call. This was afterwards. This is the fucking... You're talking about the fucking third possession of the ball game. Yeah, but they couldn't stop him the first two. This is what I'm trying was, They were down to 14 you. to nothing. You're, you're messing with what I'm telling you, dude. Listen, these games are all about momentum, dude. And if you're gonna throw but they were all about 14 momentum. to nothing. If you're going to throw the flag, you throw it for everything. If you're not going to throw the flag, then don't throw the fucking flag. You know what? If you guys can do... Put it in your pocket because it's bullshit. That, that to Marcus Lawrence... That Demarcus Lawrence one on, on Josh Allen was absolute dog shit. Because then now Josh Allen starts running around knowing that nobody's going to touch him because they know they're going to get a fucking flag. Oh. And he's like, oh, look at Josh Allen. What a warrior. Yeah, warrior my dick. That That is absolute you know, dog shit. That was dog shit. And these guys, and I blame the NFL for this because this is how it gets out of hand. Because then you got Patty Mahomes scooting down the fucking sideline. You got fucking Kyler Murray scooting down the sideline. No one, nobody's going to put their hands on him. But uh, the minute one of these guys lay into them. Hold on, hold on. What? I'm stop you right there. Go because ahead. If you watched, you remember, you remember the roughing the fucking passer call they called on Tyler Rapp when Dak went to go make the cut back inside before he slid? And then he tapped the top of his fucking helmet. He barely he touched got, him. It, correct. He barely touched him. And he got a goddamn and got a penalty. In the pass. So it went both correct. fucking ways. Correct. It went both but then, ways. But wait a they, minute. Dallas didn't have a fucking. It was twenty-one to three at the half. And you're gonna sit here and say the momentum swung because of one. No, because, because one it was ball. before that. Someone got you're, fucked you're, out of one of those. Rough, you're I way off where you're at in the game. Didn't okay. Will Levis get fucked out? You're, of those you're off where you're at in the game. It was fourteen to zero. To say, it was fourteen to zero. Yeah, it was. Would it have been that because that was a fucking third down play. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They would have been forced to kick the field goal, and Dallas would have only been a fucking 10-point dog at that point. Dude, Dallas couldn't do anything. Whatever, dude. They couldn't do anything. I mean, Dak Prescott had 134 yards at a pick. Okay. They couldn't do anything. Right. Tony Pollard oh. couldn't establish a run. They only gave him the ball 11 times. I mean, you can sit there okay. and talk about momentum all you want, but there's no point in this game. Whatever, you Dallas know everything. Go ahead. At what was the high point for Dallas in this game? We're going to sit there and what say... What was the high point of in the Dallas game? I don't know. Maybe trying to tackle Josh Allen? I, I don't know. It, it had nothing to do. Josh Allen had 24 yards on the ground. Yeah. 
James Cook was 25 for 179. You're dealing with a Dallas defense that's supposed to be one of the best in the game, and you let a guy who everybody sleeps on because he hasn't had one good fucking game all year run roughshod on you. Okay. Oh, so that's it. You just shut off now? Oh, you're right. Oh, okay. Right. Great. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Um, Top-notch showmanship there. I, I think this game was a little more. Yeah, it was incredible. I think this game was a little more fluky. Um, I still think Dallas goes in seven times out of ten. They're losing that game just based on how Buffalo's playing right now. But this game was a fluke because of the rain and because, like, you the whole brought James Cook in. thing. It would have been even better. You play this game again, they're not letting James Cook run for 180 yards every time. And uh, it, I, I thought it was a, like this. This isn't Buffalo's recipe. I don't think this adds to their their heater that they're at, on at right that now. Po- at it's that still point, a good they win. were already out of it. They were out. Of, they were out of it already at that point. When Cook, when Cook starts really turning it on, the game was over at that point. Like he said, it was twenty-one to what? Look, as, twenty-one to nothing. As someone that twenty-one needed, to three. As yeah. someone that needed Josh Allen to light the fucking game up yesterday, and he didn't do it. Correct. I still think the run game had more to do with anything yeah. Buffalo did yesterday. I don't. I don't think that they lost because of and it's James Cook. All they had to do was stop the run yesterday, and they couldn't do it. And it makes me have a little intrigue with the Lions going in there in two weeks. If that's what you're going to get, it's the same as Miles Garrett. How did how did uh, who beat? Was it Denver? Denver. How did Denver beat Cleveland? How did they get around Miles Garrett? They go, oh, we're going to run at him. We're going to make him make business yeah. decisions, and we're going to run right by him. And it makes me think, like, you want to beat you want to beat uh, Micah Parsons? Javante Williams had a big game in that game. You did. He did. Yeah. You want to beat Micah Parsons? Run off tackle. Run yeah. some jet run sweeps. Run right at him. Run, run some right jet sweeps and run right at him and make Micah Parsons come to you and yep. see what happens. Um, let him chase and not the in play the air. From behind. And not in the air. Don't let him go out in coverage. I'm talking about, like, make him chase J-Mo down. Make them chase fucking Gibbs down. That's what I want to see the Lions do against this Dallas. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm just trying to explain to you what I'm seeing right now out of these guys. These defensive players are so fucking afraid to touch a quarterback because they're going to get flagged on it. So why? So they're letting them do whatever they want. Don't you see that? You can't see that. It's fucking ridiculous. It's inconsistent. It's fucking I, ridiculous. I think yes, Bruce kind of nailed it. There's in, there's inconsistency. You know with it. what's coming though. Like you know what's coming. You know that it's going to be Josh Allen flops in every single game, and he, he flops still gets in every game. He plays, it. Dude. dude, he ran the ball eight times. Listen to me, that guy flops, and and how many fucking roughing the passers so did Dallas Pat have Mahomes. against him? So does Pat Mahomes. I mean, how, you're how many roughing the passers did it? Dallas you're have yesterday? You're talking about it like it's like it's a one-way street. It's not. If you have a mobile quarterback, they 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 get to put on an act and they get the flag. Jalen Hurts does it every week. Mahomes does it every week. Fucking Lamar Jackson does it every week. You're you're missing what I'm saying here. This is why these guys run around like like they know they can't be touched. Nobody it's fucking has a joke, dude. A compilation of them flopping. Like Josh Allen. Yes, Bruce, but what this is what you're What does the NBA do when guys are flopping? They find them. They should start doing that in the NFL. Since when? What do you mean? Since they when? T- that's their big thing. Ron now. James made his career. The off NBA, of if you're flopping, they're gonna they can fucking penalize you for it. 
They need to start doing that in the NFL. A, it was a 31-10 game. We're going to sit here and talk about Josh Whatever, Allen. Whatever, dude. I'm not going to sit there and talk about the fucking score at that point. What I'm trying to tell you, at a key moment in that game, this guy flopped and gave his team the ball on a third down fucking play that would have forced them into a fourth down to kick a fucking field goal okay. or fucking punt. Right. So okay, okay right. at that point of the game, it was a seven nothing ball game. Right. This is what I'm trying to say. This set up a fucking score for them to go up fourteen nothing on him on a bullshit play that he flopped on, and it was bullshit, dude. It was an absolute bullshit call. And fuck the NFL and fuck the referees. I'm tired of watching football. I'm done. Go. Dallas first drive punt, second drive punt, third drive field goal, fourth drive punt. Fifth drive punt, sixth drive punt, interception. Come on, dude. That just, I just don't understand. I just don't understand how you can't get past that. It was a 31 to 3 ball game. I just told you it was 7 0 at that point. Okay. I'm not going to go any further with it. <laughs> Next up, Baltimore. Headed down to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Baltimore comes out on top in this one, 23-7. Baltimore gets 13 points in the fourth quarter. Jacksonville just not able to get anything together in this one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence clearly still a little bit banged up. Um, Also, Jacksonville just not able to run the ball much at all these days. Uh, Baltimore loses Keaton Mitchell in this game after he had a pretty nice game. Nine for 73 for him. Lamar Jackson... Mar Jackson, 14 for 24 for 171 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Trevor Lawrence, 25 for 43, 265 yards and a touchdown. Jamal Agnew, decent little game for him, 65-yard touchdown. Uh, Zay Jones, 5 for 59. Calvin Ridley, only 39 yards through the air for him. Isaiah Likely, 5 for 70 and a touchdown. Baltimore roles in a game that I didn't think they were all that impressive in. Mm-mm. And just like you said, it seems like nobody wants to win this AFC right now. No, they still look like shit, the Ravens. Yeah. That's... They still look like shit. And yet here they are winning games. And you can't Sometimes say you better be lucky than good. Mike. You can't you can't Amen. say, oh, it's because they don't have Dobbins. They're still running <laughs> the ball well with uh well Keaton Mitchell's gone now, but they're still running the ball well with um Gus, with Gus Edwards and a touchdown in and, this one. Oh, they don't have uh they don't have uh Mark Andrews. Isaiah likely looks the part right now. He looks very good. It just feels like they there's Lamar's off, like there's untimely turnovers and the defense like needs a little luck to get it. No, the defense listen, the defense is coming along Their nicely. Their defense is top notch. But I'm not buying into ja- like Jacksonville's just bad offensively. You know, like, Trevor Lawrence had so many fucking errors yesterday. Like, the Matabike strip sack was just Trevor Lawrence carrying the ball like an idiot. And oh, 100. I, Trevor Lawrence is not playing good football. But I think I think 90% of it is the fact that he is super fucking banged up. Yeah. I'm like, he's fucked up right now. Give him a week or two. two if you now. give yes. him a week, there's there's a shot. And it sounds like th- there was another issue. With, oh, he's in the protocol. He's in the concussion, in protocol, concussion now. protocol now. So... I mean, they should have rested him a while back Side because dad, their division's up for grabs. Injury. I think he's got the same injury Burrow had, and he's not. Uh, he's he's not trying to play disclosing it. it. Yeah, I don't know who wants to win the AFC. It doesn't look like to me. If you watch him throwing the football, he can't really step into his throws. Yeah, if you can't drive you, through the ball, his accuracy's been fucking. 
dog shit about the last three weeks. Yeah, if you can't drive through the ball, it's not yeah. good. They're still Jacksonville's still in first, right? Jacksonville is still in first. You had two game. first I, place teams. First. You had two first place teams yesterday that didn't look impressive at all. The only team in the AFC that looked impressive yesterday was Buffalo, and it was for all the wrong reasons in weather. And and it's it's been that way for two or three weeks. Buffalo's the only team that's looked good for two or three weeks now. So I don't know. The AFC's wild. I think I think it's I think it's as wild as its wild card race. You know, it it could totally be one of those stupid fucking teams that comes out and wins the AFC. I just haven't seen it from any of these teams right now. I don't think any of these teams touch Dallas, touch Philly, touch San Francisco, of course, and maybe even Detroit. I don't think any AFC team can beat any team in the NFC right now. That's just my opinion. Now, we've got a big matchup tonight on Monday Night Football. Philadelphia is heading to Lumen Field in Seattle to play the Seahawks. The injury report for this game. Both quarterbacks banged up. Geno Smith is questionable. They have not confirmed that he is not playing. He's active, though. He is active. Jamal Adams, questionable. Devin Witherspoon, inactive. For the Eagles, Cam Jurgens out. Darius Slay, out. Jalen Hurts, questionable. Zach Cunningham, out. Does that change the way you feel about this at all? If Geno Smith plays... And you're missing out on Darius Slay, missing out on Jurgens, and you have a banged up Jalen Hurts or a sick Jalen Hurts, a flu game Jalen Hurts. Does that change your input in this game at all? No, I think I'll win this game. Philadelphia's a three and a half point favorite. Who are you rolling with? Philly. Over under a forty six. Under. Zolo. I like that. Philly in the under. That's a tough place to play still, Seattle. Yeah. The the Jalen Hurts sick thing, and maybe Geno Smith tests it out. And this game could get kind of interesting and cute, but I it still could. think it, it could. could. It could. But I still think Philadelphia wins it by. And no Dom DeSandro on the sidelines. Yeah, did you see that? Dom's not allowed on the sidelines now anymore. Dark Lumen saying they're renaming Lumen Field to Dark Lumen Field. Dark Lumen Field. Live from Dark. Dark not allowed on the yeah. sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you see that they posted a video of him? He's walking Jalen Hurts into the stadium now. Whatever. He's got to have his security with him. Uh, every team's got a security guy. I didn't know that. I don't know if every Do team I has have one. one of those. I don't know, but you'd you'd be the perfect person. I'm not doing that, dude. Why? Because I don't want to be by them motherfuckers. You don't want to stand next to fucking no. Campbell the whole DC. No. no. Why? No. Getting Fred Warner's face if he gets Whatever, too close. Dude. Punch him in the mouth, too. Fuck. He's a big pussy. You should have punched him in the mouth. No, I'm going Philadelphia in the under in this game as well. Anybody have anything else before we go? No. Uh, real quick from Schefter. Seahawks headed to the stadium tonight thinking Drew Locke was likely the starting quarterback, but Geno Smith is officially active, and Pete Carroll will decide moments before the game who will be the starting quarterback. There's no official word yet. There, there you go, Pete Carroll. Right Listen, there. we're we're you. We want, I, I do have something to add. We're Seahawks fans. Even though if Seattle loses, I think the Lions win the or uh, clinch a playoff berth. They do. We are Seahawks fans because if the Eagles, we want, Philly to lose. we want Philly to lose. If the Eagles lose and then the Lions somehow win out and somehow go into Dallas in two weeks and get the job done, well, well, well. There's your two seed. Uh, do you do you think outside of the injuries? Do you think that Matt, Matt Patricia? 
as the defensive play caller for Philadelphia has an impact on the game. Matt Patricia is total and utter dog shit. He's a catastrophe and a fat bastard and has no business even being near a football field ever again. Who's fatter, Matt Patricia or Dom? It doesn't really matter. They can both stand there on the sidelines and jerk each other off for all I care. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls. TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube so you can watch us and join us in the chat Monday, Wednesday, and Friday between 4.30 and 5. Remember to subscribe and ring the bell so you know when we go live. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on Wednesday.